1: Welcome back again this week on Get In Loser. We're starting a podcast this week. We are guested by my man, Day One, Slay One. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Slay One. I'll let him introduce himself. You know, he goes by many names. He's real (laughs) mythical in the streets here in the
0: falls. (laughs) You know me. You love me. My name is Paul Sauter. You can go a little and closer, Paul. You can
1: just go a little closer. Louis? Yeah, just to your mic. Yeah, move the mic a All little right. closer. I got you. How's yeah.
0: that? Is that better? Do I sound sexy? Yes, sir. Yeah, there All you go. All right. Yeah, well, my name's Paul Sauter, and uh, I think I've known Mike for maybe 16, 17 years now. Mm-hmm. I've known Sean for probably equally as long.
2: Hell yeah.
0: And uh, oh. it's great to be here. It's great to... Uh, You know, to be a guest here, actually, I'm happy to be here. When I uh, was approached with the chance to even, uh, you know, participate in this topic with you guys, I was actually really excited.
1: Son, you are the first first person I thought
0: of.
2: Yeah, as soon as we talked, we uh, we did like a little snippet at the end of our last episode last week. And then after we were done recording, we decided, you know, why don't we do a full-blown episode next week? And as soon as we said that, Mike was like, yo, I got the guy. And then we brought up your name. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that dude in forever. Hell yeah. Bring him on through.
0: <laughs> perfect.
2: So, I mean, we're, we're happy to have you. We appreciate you coming through. Hell
1: yeah, dude. Well, yeah. I, feel, well I feel like you were the perfect person to talk about this uh, stuff with, on this topic, you know, just because our, you know, growing up, hanging out, you know, experiencing certain shit like that within the city uh, during certain times and things like that, you know, every, hardships, you know, up upbringings and shit like that dude uh i just thought you were the perfect person to bring on this uh subject that's not that light
0: oh you know i i appreciate that because you know i've um you know i've been around all walks of life all different uh type of wealth classes and Mm -hmm. i see people struggle um through doesn't matter if you got a penny in your pocket or you're rich as fuck exactly you know you i've seen people deal with it and Mm -hmm. uh you know anything mental illnesses you know there's so many it's just like you know you know the most common being uh anxiety i think the most common in america would be um i
1: Anxiety or depression? Uh,
0: Both of those, um, but I can't think of the third one right off the top of my head. I know um, those two are one and two. Anxiety being number one, major Mm -hmm. depression disorder being number two, and um, bipolar disorder being number three. Wow. So those are the three main uh, mental illnesses in America, and I think it affects 50 million Americans. Yeah, dude. So that's about... um, 20% Twenty percent of our population, and that's
1: yeah. and that that can like stroll off into the homeless problem, the incarceration problem, the drug problem.
0: Oh, absolutely! You
1: know, town's getting overridden with fucking homeless people taking over entire strips. On the west yeah. coast, we're not really seeing that yet here in upstate, but it. It's going to happen sooner or later, you know.
0: Well, I've seen it firsthand. I mean, when you go to the city, you see it, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. We're a small city. I mean, yes. we're, I mean, we're just above the limit to call us the city. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like, you know, I think. Oh, you're talking about the falls. Yeah, the falls. Okay. Here, you know, what, okay. we're, yeah, well, let me clarify. I'm from the falls originally, you know, yes, born there? and raised, and uh, I'm out here in Buffalo wondering. Rough, buff, wonderful. Yes, sir. Uh, but you know, I I spend a lot of time out in Sacramento, California. I was living in Oak Park for a long time, which is um, it's pretty funny because it's uh the blood capital of California. Well, not California, um, Sacramento. Sorry, but um, yeah, Sac Yeah. So, but out on the west coast, um, to the east coast, when it comes to the homeless problem, uh, you see it a lot more apparent on the west coast because. <laughs> Uh, you know, you don't have to deal with the elements, right? Yes. So when
1: Sunshine you're homeless, all year yeah,
0: round. When you're homeless, you know, you're going to try to gravitate towards, well, let me try not to freeze to death, you yes, know? Yes, and, yes, uh, And so a lot of people that are homeless are, you know, I don't think I've ever talked to a homeless person um, that said, yeah, I just decided to be homeless one all right. day. You know, yeah. it, there's things that lead to it. It's absolutely... Uh, a tragic set of events. It's not one thing, you know, it's multiple factors that play into the ultimate outcome of uh you well, being that person on the corner begging for change.
1: Well, well then I hear stories about, you know, people just, you know, they they think they're paying for too much shit where they're living and they're just like fuck it, let me get a, a van, go live in Cali, sunshine, I can live out of my van, you know fucking perfect weather they don't have to worry about snow they i heard people go there to be homeless
0: you know i don't know too much about that but Mm -hmm. i do know two famous cases about that um well i know one famous case uh i think it was someone in california murdered somebody on the highway with a freaking axe what if you remember (laughs) that uh his name is kai and uh there's a guy right and uh, i guess he was oh kai yes yeah he skateboarder was, yeah he was hitching a ride right <laughs> and this dude confessed to him that he was like raping women and yeah, children in like fuck? another country Fucking right slash right? slash and uh Jesus. you know he started crying and freaking out on the road and uh i guess he he grabbed another woman or something it was like insane and uh and mm-hmm. This guy was a was a backpacker, and so yep, he had yep. a lot of utility uh, items on him, and and I, he just pulled out his axe, and I guess he just. Uh, <laughs> and that and those. that's
1: why that's another thing I feel like people have a misconception of like certain homeless people. Yeah, there's those dr- junkies that you know are strung off off drugs that need help, but. There's some intelligent people out there on the strips, dude. And not strips, but just backpacking from one side of the country to the other side. Well, like you said, yeah. I met somebody from fucking Cali that was backpacking. He was from fucking like Virginia.
0: Yeah, dude. they're, uh, you know, the interchangeable word backpackers. Um, mm-hmm. So you got backpackers. That's normally a European word. I learned it from my brother Charles, who was uh, a part of my clan. Okay. Uh, not a gaming clan. It's a real life uh, clan that yeah, we, you know, we're bound by blood. Right, right, um, right. But uh, yeah, so it's backpacking in Europe. It's uh, you're called the Drifter here.
1: And yo, uh, people listening to this shit, don't you even think about thinking that shit is that clan? Because I'll spaz.
0: It's Wu Tang, no? <laughs> It is. Wu's <The laughs> for the kids. Wu Tang is always for the children. Jeez. Always. But um yeah so so when it comes to homelessness right so you have um a lot of different subcategories when it comes to it and that's just a yes. small, small portion mm-hmm. of uh you know mental health as a whole huh. mental health as a whole is such a big beast to tackle it is insane so you got your drifters who you know come from money um once again, another man. I, I cannot remember his name. Um, I wasn't thinking about this type of stuff earlier today, or else I would have took some notes. But um, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, but um, uh, he came from a wealthy family. He had a trust fund, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, "Fuck it all." He said, "You know what? Fuck this. Fuck the money. Fuck everything." He got a van. He went into the Canadian wilderness, and uh, he disappeared. And um, they found him, and they found him inside his van broken down. Or I, I don't know if it was his van or it was a school bus or something he found in the wilderness, but they found his corpse. They found his remains. And um, I think the autopsy wow. showed that uh, he died because he ate the wrong type of berries. And uh, he basically died from uh, malnutrition. Uh, so um, I can't remember his name I'm sure if you just they, they made a documentary about him I'm sure there's a movie about him too if you were to search um, guy goes the Canadian wilderness you would find him you would find his name you would find yeah. everything about him uh, but you know so those are the two uh, that I mentioned earlier that I know for you know a fact that you know had money came uh-huh. from money and just decided this isn't for me Right. I'm out of here. And um, right, you know and it it makes me think of a third person and this is shrouded in mystery. There is a lot of accusations. There's a lot of stuff that I can't really get into fully, but mm-hmm. I will just um I'll I'll just say what I can here is um Jackson Campbell, very good friend of mine. I R. love RIP, love you Jack. Right. Of course. You know, one of the most kind-hearted persons. 100%. Ever meet. Give you the shirt off the back. 100%. And it was just like, you know, I didn't know, you know, like. I met him through a friend and we were hanging out at my house and we're out, Mm -hmm. you know, how my basement is, you know, my, uh, I think my basement ceiling is, uh, six feet flat. So it's like, when you go in, it's like, you got to duck and try to get into one of the couches and roll over the other eight people that are in the house. And, uh, you know, now
1: before I'm sorry to cut you off, but before like we continue with this, you think it would be too, uh, for like his family, you know what I mean?
0: Uh, I have talked to his family, and I'm, I'm, they're okay with what I've, I'm gonna say. Okay. i, I'm I feel like release, they would have been. Yeah. No. I, I'm not gonna release any information. Because
1: they loved. Said. I feel like they loved all of his friends.
0: And uh, no, it, I actually just talked to his mother, not even a month ago. Okay. Um, and actually, we discussed something about this. Okay. Uh, okay. Like I said, I'm not going to say too much. Yes, yeah, yeah. So this was somebody that I met in seventh grade. So this was 2007. And uh, like I said, we're in my house. My house, you know, is a one-bathroom, two-bedroom house real tiny and it got to the point where it's like i was too old to sleep in the room with my sister so i had to move into the basement Mm -hmm. and um you know so but for some reason everybody gravitated towards my house everyone loved being there so you know everyone would be like oh all the bikes were out front okay let's go so (laughs) (laughs) hello mr sauter hey (laughs) mr sauter and, uh, you know, my parents absolutely loved everybody, too. So, you know, that helped. So 100 percent. But, uh, you know, so a friend of, uh, you know, a friend of mine brought him around and uh, he was, you know, I, I liked his personality. Who was it? Who brought Jackson? Corey around? Schuster. <laughs> Corey Schuster did. Schuster. Yeah. One of oh, my best friends, someone that I would do absolutely anything and everything for.
1: Yes, sir. I w- if he called me right now, I'd. Yeah, Corey's the man.
0: I was actually uh I was actually just on the phone with him before you came to pick me up today. Oh man. And uh he's he's out uh he's out on the river with his grandfather. So I was like, yeah, I'll get a hold of you Obviously. him. Obviously. Right. Yeah, you know, he loves being there.
1: Fuck fixing that goddamn deck.
0: <laughs> Always, you know. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I met Jackson and uh Jackson was and still is, to this day, mm-hmm. even though he's long gone, uh, mm-hmm. one of the best people I've ever met. And, uh, like I said, very caring yep. um, and and just very um, Definitely attest to you know? that.
1: I can attest to that.
0: And uh, so... And it didn't matter who you were. He'd welcome you into your into his home, and uh, mm-hmm. and he would just treat you with any type of uh, hospitality he could offer. And it didn't matter if there was one cracker left on the plate. He'd break it. He'd be like, right. Hey, one for you, one for me, you know. And uh, that's just the type of person he was. And uh, I couldn't, like, you know, I just couldn't believe when I went to his house for the first time. He lived on Cuba Island. Yep. And uh, if you lived... In uh, Niagara Falls, Cuga Island is like a fairy tale, it's like we're all the rich people, yeah. Are, you know, it's like that's where you go to look at houses that are like it has three stories, yeah. Man. I want that house, <laughs> you know, like you know, exactly. it's crazy yes. stuff. And if you're there too long, the police end up coming and uh, yep. you know, <laughs> yep. what are you doing here, boy? St. Uh, John's Carnival, every time, every time, but um, you know, so I just walking into his house, I just could not believe that I was just like, why would you want to spend time at my house when. You know you have all this, but I quickly right, right. learned through my friendship with him that material objects meant nothing to him,
1: yeah, and um, see dude, and yo, when you meet people like that it's so it's it's so great because you ain't gotta worry about the bullshit that's about to come out of their mouth, they're always gonna be straight up and like up front with you, you know what I mean,
0: absolutely huh. you know, and um, the funny thing about him is is. If you if it, if it was just you and him, you know, you could have a conversation with him, but if there's a lot of people, he would just sit back with a this this smile on his yep, face yep, and, yep. and just observe and just enjoy. That
1: Jackson smile, bro.
0: Right. And then uh, you know, someone would always catch him, be like, "Hey, Jackson, what you thinking about?" And then, you know, he would talk and um you know as the years went by and we got older and mm-hmm. uh, you know we kind of gotten into you know drinking and partying just right you, kids, know. you know nothing serious but just what kids yeah, do kids yes you know um you know uh you know we grew up and you'd ask him Jackson what are you talking about and he's let me reiterate here is he's one of the most intelligent people i've ever met 100% and uh like you know think about like you know i like to think when I, I love strategy games. I love, mm-hmm. ch- like, anything like chess, anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. I love thinking five steps forward, right? So I'm not thinking about what I'm going to do next. I'm thinking about what I'm going to do in the fifth round right? whatever, you know? Right. And uh, so me and him would have these conversations where, you know, I I would tell him my fifth-round plan, and he'd be like, that'd be great, but you'd fail in the 13th round because of X, Y, Z, you know? that just... Uh he would think that of, step ahead he was just he was out of this world when it came to intelligence he was mm-hmm. just like you know we all think in 3d he thinks in 5d like that yeah, dude you know that's it was, awesome but unfortunately as, as um you know time progressed you know you'd ask him a question and he'd start talking and then he'd start rambling and then you would be like yeah what do you what? And then we just kind of brush off. Like brush it off, yeah. or drinking or whatever. Yep. And, um, you know, by the end of uh, high school, it was like...
1: It was kind of a different...
0: It was a different person completely. Yes. And even though you still had love for him. Yes. Uh, it was you know, just the aura was, like, off. It was a different person, and... Um, it's so
1: weird, dude. It's so weird seeing that shit because you knew this person for so long how they originally are. And, you know, they don't have any control of it. So, like, when you see them at that point, and we'll get to that point, but when you see them in that stage, bro, it it kind of fucks with your head a little bit. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. I mean, it, it makes you play the game. Um, it it kind of makes you have that, that guilt that um, they call it survivor's guilt. Well, if I just would have done this or whatever, yeah. and, you know, people that... Well,
1: no, I'm not, not speaking on that like, oh... Is he playing around, or is he... See- oh,
0: no, that's just Jackson, bro. Oh, okay, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, when you get to that point when you know something's wrong... no, And yes. you're like, if I could have done this, I might if, if If maybe I just would have said this to him, mm-hmm. uh, he, you know, he would have gotten... Uh, you know, he, he maybe he wouldn't have been the way he is right now, you know? Right. And um, so... With that being said, you know, that, that is something that us humans do because our brain is just so active, and even though we use just a small percentage of It's so it,
1: complicated.
0: Um, you know, but, yeah, it is. And, it's very. We like, we like to think that we are the people that can make the difference, and it's just simply not true. I mean, yes. hey, there might be one person out here that sees this and might take one sentence away from this podcast, and it might change their entire outlook on life, and.
1: Yes, that's, or it can work the other way around. Absolutely, but right. I hope that you know, first part you said, you know, works a little bit better. Well,
0: that's why I'm here. It's just because I hope maybe one thing I say tonight it might reach at least one person, mm-hmm. and it might make them think, "Hey, maybe life's not that bad."
1: And that's why we did this shit, dude. That's why we started this shit, Paul.
0: And I'm happy you guys did. I am, like, you yeah. know, I was smiling air to air when, when I mean, I'm not going to lie, because um, I have anxiety, very, very, very bad anxiety myself. I am diagnosed uh, clinically with it. I am diagnosed with PTSD. I am diagnosed with um, major depressive disorder as well. So, shocker, I got two of the big three, you know.
1: Well, and, I only got two of the ones that you have
0: uh, you know it's the, it's so you can't measure trauma you know you what I mean? and uh that that's that's another point is you know mm-hmm. um don't let anyone make you feel any type of way over what's going on with you that you have no control over you yes. know, stigmatization is real and um yes i feel like you know leading back to jackson um a lot of people that weren't really close with him or fell off with him, uh-huh. they just assumed he got on drugs. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: That's all I heard from people, and it was making me so upset when I was hearing that and, shit. And
0: listen, um, when he kind of went off the deep end, and they, you know, had a diagnosis for him, mm-hmm. um, he couldn't accept it, and uh, yeah. he want, and you know, he thought he had the answer, so you know, he would come and hide at my house sometimes, or, you know, he would go missing and then come back, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I would try to talk to him, and then he would say, you know, uh, he would think that I was, uh, was I, had, he, was know, tra- I had to lift up my shirt a couple times because he thought I was taping him, like, mugging oh him, you know, and, uh, Fuck Paul. You know, it, it broke my heart because it's just, no, it
1: didn't you know. get to, dude, did it, yeah,
0: and, uh, you know, I love the kid, and, um, I, I will always love him because he
1: This is early twenties, bro.
0: Yeah, early twenties. This is
1: like blows my mind, bro. Like
0: twenty one years old. Jeez. And um you know, um but anyways, long story short, is uh you know, everyone just assumed oh he's on drugs. And I'll tell you what, I was a heroin user for six years straight. I banged the needle every day for six years straight. And I would offer him if he wanted to, to, to partake with me in the in the plethora of drugs I was on. And he was like, No, I don't like them. You know? So I can confirm one hundred percent that this man was not on drugs. Right. Drugs you
1: know? don't make I don't know.
0: Uh here's here's something that my uh substance abuse counselor said to me, which isn't wholly accurate, but mm. it is uh is fifty percent accurate in um terms of statistics of uh you know, I actually got the site I used. It's an organization that tracks mental health and chemical dependency.
1: Okay. Programs. Okay.
0: Um, but um, so this is what my counselor used to say: is um, not everybody with a mental health problem has an addiction problem, but everybody with an addiction problem has a mental health problem. So uh, that mm. crosses over into the That's area deep. of um, you know you have a mental health problem, you know, so what are you going to do? You're going to try to get away Hold
1: from Hold up, you? Paul, say that again cuz that was that's that's deep right there.
0: Not everybody that has a mental health problem has an addiction problem, but everyone that has an addiction problem has a mental health problem.
2: That's some deep shit.
0: And uh, you know, it's a quote, but it's not fully true because it only shows 54.3% as of 2019 people with um, mental health problems actually have addiction problems as well. But that's admitted. Yeah. You know, that's people who have admitted. Um, you know, so you got to think of all these people who really just um, are lying and say, no, I don't have an right. addiction yeah. problem or just haven't hit rock bottom yet. And so you know the two are tied together in this fatal dance and um it's really 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 important to um you know just acknowledge both of them as one and drop the stigma against them you know mm-hmm. because um you know you might think it's funny to see somebody walking down the street naked in a kimono but really you know you don't know if they're going to jump yeah. off the right. falls or you know yeah. Um, like, back when I was living back on the West Coast, right? Uh, I told you I lived there for a while, and uh, the homeless population out there was crazy. And, uh, of course. You know, so so drugs played a big part in the homelessness, but also mental health did as well. Yep. And um, the West Coast, where I was living at the time, was a lot more advanced when it came to helping people. So um, when it came to homeless people wanting to get help, there was programs to go to to get clean.
1: I feel like there was just a over... Uh, uh, over amount like a, an abundance. Yeah. Yes, of homeless And uh,
0: that that was the issue was there there was not enough houses and not enough resources. That I give a fuck. Um and like yep. you said, resources for the amount of people that have the issue. But, yep. Yep. Um, that kind of it's a spider web. It kind of goes back to big Pharma Yes. Know? And uh, a lot of people roll their eyes when they hear big pharma, but you know when you see when you have people like Martin Shkreli boosting uh what was it yeah. the, uh, was it the AIDS medication by yep. eight hundred percent or something he's, like that he's gone for life, good, yeah like he deserves it you know what I mean
1: or he at least needs to be
0: well I know he I know he caught uh I think it was a twenty year sentence
1: okay yeah he's he's
0: uh, I know he's gone for a while, Um yeah. but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope you get. I, I hope he never gets out because. Yeah. But the problem is money talks. Exactly. It does. So exactly. But you know, so big pharma. You know, um, now this is a theory of mine, but, um, for instance, uh, say you broke your foot, right? Say you're skateboarding and you broke your foot, because that's something all three of us did together for a long time, for mm-hmm. many years together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Say say you you decided to do a kickflip over a sixer, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you just landed wrong and your foot ended up backwards, right? So you end up in the hospital and they're like, okay, you know, we're going to get you right while we set it back into place. And, you know, so uh, they uh, intravenously, you know, hook you up and and get you numbed up and feeling good so they can snap the foot back into place and put it into a cast. But then they sell you on the... uh, Okay, so you're going to take this script home with you, mm-hmm. and you're going to mm-hmm. take th- three a day, one every six hours, you know, whatever, you know, four mm-hmm. a day, one every six hours, you know, and... Um,
1: Not even you know, that sometimes, fall two a day.
0: You know, anything, you know. It, and it's, that's... And now, it's a, it's a congenital trait, addiction is. Yes. So some people can, you know, take that and be okay. Mm-hmm. Other people... Can take that and completely jump over the edge. Yep. But the thing about, you know, I mean, it, it's no secret that Western New York has an opiate problem. You know, every other billboard when you're, pat- oh, when yeah, you're under three weight. Opiate. Do you know someone that's struggling with opiates? You know, it's call this number. Call that number. Yeah. You know, and Suboxone. Yeah. Suboxone is basically Big Pharma's way of hooking you back in. Exactly. So, that's Big so. Pharma <laughs> overprescribes you. And then once you realize you have a problem and you're ready to get help, Big Pharma sends you over to another company they own to get you sober. And how do they get you sober? Okay, so you're going to stop taking this medication, and we're going to give you this slip. And you're going to take this slip twice a day, every day. Yep. And we're going to slowly taper you down until you don't need it anymore. This little strip. You know, 10 years later. Yep. You only went down 4 milligrams you know and uh crazy you know oh and then say you finally do taper down to nothing and uh you're free and sober you know what happens when you relapse again or or you hurt yourself again and a relapse can be twice as hard yeah every time man every time you relapse you're cutting your chances of survival Mm -hmm. um so, I like I said, it's no secret. I was addicted to many things, anything that could make me escape my memories, anything that could make me escape things that I've done, things that I've seen, anything like that, and heroin did the trick, right? So
1: we so, so hold up. We got this we're getting this image of, you know, older Paul, Paul today, what he went through. But I'm trying to see... I'm trying to hear, like, of that Paul that was before that. Before the fa- first tattoo, you know. Freshly getting out of ninth, 10th grade. You know what I'm saying? Before all that shit start. Well, you know, shit... Life start happen.
0: Well, you know, so there's problems in the house, you know. Um, I come from a family of addicts, mm-hmm. you know. It's That's not a secret. Um, yes. And, uh, you know, so my father... Had um. Had a bad opiate problem from him falling off of the Robert Moses. He broke his back. Jesus. See, and um, you know, he oh, ruptured hell. his spleen. And um, you know, I count,
1: and I really want to say it wasn't his fault for getting addicted to no, those.
0: No, it was a gross negligent um choice by his doctor. Over, yes, over, it was over prescription. Like I yes. mentioned earlier, and uh, so when that happened, you know, um. You know, I was young, but as growing up and the fights in the house...
1: Right, because you um, don't know shit. You just know...
0: Yeah, and then when I was finally old enough to understand, and then he was fine. Just one day I woke up and he was gone, you know, I wanted to figure out what was so goddamn good that it made you leave your family. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, so I started playing with the same fire, and it led me down a slippery slope to the point where... I ended up that way and uh you know and you can never think no never me you know I know when to yeah. stop mm-hmm. and and that's that's uh 100% That's the hardest part about it is you don't know when to stop you're not in control but but we as as a addict I'm a recovering addict even though um you know I got my certificate I'm clean you know I graduated whatever i still say i'm a recovering addict because mm-hmm. every day i learn new yep. skills how to stay clean yeah and i'm proud of it and i own it because that's who i am that and, ass. um you know i tell people you know i have a friend right now he um i'm not gonna mention a name because mm-hmm. he's really ashamed oh, yeah of yeah yeah you know he uh he, he's struggling with a pretty bad meth problem right now and he wants to get clean. little homie we go by little homie L- He's a big homie. Okay, big homie. But, um, you know, say big ho- big homie. Uh, You know, he...
1: What does he struggle with?
0: He struggles with meth. And he wants to get off of it. And,
1: Damn, uh, well, if you get him plugged into this, you know, big shouts out to big homie, son.
0: And, you know, he's going to do it. You know, yeah. I told him. You know, okay. He's got the determination, you know, he's let's go without giving away identity like i said he's got a background that makes him very disciplined and what he wants mm-hmm. and what he wants is what he gets let's yeah. go and uh so you know i'm helping him set up a support system is he local him. no he's uh he's a he's a friend from um back out west when okay. i was living out there so i'm helping i'm reaching out to my contacts out there helping them get a um support system set up for him so there is no does, trouble, you know. There is no falling backwards because he's going to have those people around him that are going to uplift him.
1: So um, does he have uh, internet access? or?
0: Yeah, yeah. We talk almost every day.
1: <coughs> like on, uh, video Facebook. or?
0: Uh, We talk, uh, we video chat, we play games together, we audio chat, we text, everything.
1: It would be cool to get somebody like that in here, dude.
0: I yeah. could uh, <coughs> patch somebody in, you know.
1: Uh, That'd be, I mean, whatever you want to get off yeah. his chest, you know. what I'm saying there's three of us in here to. You could even be here, Paul, I and mean, it I'd can be, you know, over the computer.
0: Do a do a over the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, damn
2: <laughs> that's what we're here for, man.
1: Yeah, man. I mean. Dead ass. Hundred percent. We I take mean, that shit I mean, serious. You know, I don't
0: I'll pitch the idea to him, and uh, yeah, you know, let us know what he thinks. No
1: fucking
2: yeah. rush
0: yeah i whatever. uh I just want him to succeed that's my biggest thing yeah, of course I, mean,
2: I obviously don't know the guy, but you know everybody here a getting loser you know, and a lot of people in corner. Know, a lot of people right. aren't like 100%. that nowadays
1: dude they're not genuine about no. shit like that dude they'll say something like that especially to that degree and they won't follow through so like when people step up and do shit like that no. and uh mm.
0: you know he quit cold turkey he didn't go impatient nothing he said I'm done yo and, god bless and, that man yo. you know i mean he is so far uh 30 days so i mean great, he's man. doing the damn thing let's pick great, the you know, dirty man.
1: 30 baby
0: and uh that's what you know it's funny uh he said uh he messaged me now it's over 30 days now uh yes, sir. a couple of days ago he goes hey man i hit the dirty 30
1: mm-hmm, you
0: know i just gave him the praise he deserved because uh, that's one important thing uh I know we're talking about mental health, but yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. talk about mental health without talking about substance yeah, abuse. Exactly. These tie in together yes. here yes, is sir. if you know somebody that you love or just somebody in general that you're close with or not even close with, hundred root for them. You know, if you know that they're struggling, tell them, hey, if you got to talk, you know, you got an ear. Uh, yes, a thousand percent for you to listen to, because that might be the difference between them living. Yep. Or dying because we got a saying that we say at our groups is get sober or die. Yes, Yes. that's what it comes down to. And I,
2: I just want everybody to know that's listening to this right now. Uh, I'm sure I could speak for everybody here, but I mean, if there's anybody in the group. For anybody that listens to this podcast that needs to reach out, man, my my inbox is always open 100%. Mine,
1: Paul's,
2: Drew's. I mean, reach out to any one of us. I mean, you know, we'll we'll help you however we can.
0: uh, It will stay 100% confidential. Yeah. You know. um, I won't say a thing to anybody. No. And the only reason that I have brought the... the question, or not the question, the uh, the two people up I did is one has passed away, and I had permission to speak on it. Yes, sir. And the second one is someone that I'm proud of. And um,
1: And we highly respect you for that, the and, Campbell family. I love you guys forever.
0: And, and, you know, his brother's thriving.
1: I know. I and, see that.
0: And, and I'm proud of all of them. Yep. And uh, see even that. his oldest brother. Guess what? Me and his oldest brother were in chemical dependency groups together. What he graduate his oldest brother not because uh, you know they have um, yeah
1: so I know who you're talking about
0: he's got his oldest brother right he was in chemical dependency when I went back in uh, because I my clean date my original clean date was three sixteen fifteen I had a slip up in um, twenty nineteen mm-hmm. uh but I didn't slide all the way back down no, what happened was I so stepped bad. on a piece of porcelain. And uh I took a script home, and it fucked me setback and uh it w- it was just a temporary setback, yeah. but you know, I jumped one hundred percent back into groups. I was going to groups five days a week again, and uh' I was,
1: we built like that,
0: you know it's just that's what you have to do. you have to yep. get clean or you have or, or you're gonna die and mm-hmm. I, I knew that, and I have a son to live for, I have a wife to live for, I have fifteen nieces and nephews to yep. live for, yep. I have people depending on me, and I have people that love me. And I got to be here for them. That's that's, that's it's just all that. about. So, you know, with that being said, you know, please reach out to one of us. If yeah, you're struggling, me. if you hear this and you're struggling, reach out. Talk. Please. Pour your heart out to us. It doesn't matter. There's no judgment when it comes to this, you know. And we might not tell you what you want to hear, but we're going right. to tell you what you need to hear. Yeah. Right.
1: Exactly. Especially just, if you're a young soul. I mean, I'm only 28, but...
0: Yeah, but you gotta remember. I mean, I'm 25 and I'm sitting here like, damn, these you're kids a lot more mature. You know, well, I had to grow up fast. 100. <laughs> um, but you know, so going back to, um, I just wanted to cite the. Um, the yeah, I see you
1: I bring use. up some shit over here, dude. Yeah, Pull it so up.
0: I wanted to cite the uh, websites I was using to make sure that you guys can go to these sites to look at. So, uh, if you wanted to look at the um, the facts on mental health, you can go to. Um, it's called NAMI, um, it's which stands for, for um, National Alliance of Mental Illness. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's um National Alliance on mental illness data.org you okay. go there and you will find all the statistics and and ways of how to um, help somebody how to see like you know um the signs of addiction or uh, not mental health the signs of certain um uh mental issues right you know so you know because sometimes, just like uh, my friend, he didn't recognize it until it was too late. And no. then when he was confronted with it, no, wasn't possible. He because was like, right. dude, was it. How, he was. But how do you? It. That was it.
1: I know, but like, oh, let's just say for me, if that happened, how? I don't know how I would react. Like, do you mean you telling me? You know, what I'm saying that shit ain't real, motherfucker. Yes, it is. Like, huh. you know, what I'm saying that. What will, do you mean? Like,
0: give me an example.
1: Like. Me thinking of something like, yo, you work for the feds. I know you work for the fucking feds, bro. Okay. Like, shit like that, right. like.
0: Yeah, it, it's like, it's as real as that water bottle in front of you. That's so crazy to you me, know? bro. That and, is uh, insane.
1: But, I feel so bad for those people.
0: You know, and uh, so I, I, when that happened to him, it became real to me. You Super. Know? And, uh, I mean, I, I got diagnosed with that depression in 2006 so i've been battling for many many years now i stopped counting Jesus, i started count high school though. in 2006 <laughs> i started middle school in 2006 <laughs> yeah so somehow we we're brutal. still hanging out in 2006 so, so didn't make thought, sense, i was always whatever. with the older kids but so
1: i feel like it started off not gonna say any names but it started off with, with a female that we both knew that lived by us uh
0: understandable yeah I'm, yeah
1: um i think it all started off because i was pretty close with her so after that happened a few of our homies died and then that's when i was like yo this shit this shit's like real bro this yeah. shit's not in the tv it's not on youtube this is in my city it's i'm seeing the shit and uh and you're connected to these people
0: that, that's that's the thing is um it's not real until it happens to you to you yes bro and uh, it's unfortunate that we think like that but yes um,
1: very unfortunate
0: we're, we're a product of our environment when it comes to that is is everything is just labeled and manufactured and sold to us see so I got it. when you see it on the news oh sucks to be them but then when it starts you know infiltrating your circle or you're the center of the epidemic you mm. know. I got
1: um, dude. I got into too. a I got into a debate at this dude at work talking about, "Oh, your product of your environment." Well, how about you try changing your environment around?
0: All right, so I like when people try to say that. You know, the boots. I call that the bootstrap speech. Just uh-huh. pick yourself up and make something yourself. This is America. Okay, yep. so all right. So let me just throw a scenario. Perfect out analogy. There for you, right. Uh-huh. So uh, let's say uh, you grew up and uh, you have five brothers, and you all have the same mother, but you all have different fathers. Mm-hmm. But you all live in the same housing complex. Mm-hmm. Um, all the fathers live in the same housing complex. Uh, your older brothers are out there on the stoop, and they're all wearing nice clothes. They got nice shoes. They got jewelry, and you see what they're doing. Um, you know, read between the lines here. You guys, yeah. you guys are smart. I, I'm. I'm. Anyone that's tuning in, yes. I'm. Read between the lines. You're smart enough. I know you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. You know, and you see them getting the money, and you see them wearing the nice clothes. Where your mama's taking you to, uh, you know, the secondhand store to get your clothes and get your shoes and get yep. your winter jacket that you're gonna wear for the next three years. You know. Yeah. Um. What are you gonna do if your if your brothers are doing it, your uncles are doing it, your daddy's doing it? you know your your sisters might be involved in it you know what are you going to do are you are you going to join the army no well, who do you want to be who have you looked up to when you were a child you look up Them. to your father you yeah. look up to any like as yeah. a, as as a, a man you know um there's a different stigma placed on us than there is women and um it's all bullshit. Stigma stigmas are all bullshit in general. There should be none but unfortunately there is, you know? Mm-hmm. And um so you know, the stigma placed on men is is you are only as good as what you're worth. Yep. So are you gonna go to pay less to get your shoes or are you gonna get the new Jordans? So uh-huh. how how are your brothers and uncles affording all these Jordans? You know, so what What you see day in and day out is definitely going to affect who you are going to become. You mm-hmm. know, unless, you know, someone comes in and takes you away and says, hey, come here, meet me here every day and get you interested into something that might take you in a different way. But that is far and few in between, my friends.
1: And, and I I feel like it's like one million percent important to have a father figure these days oh absolutely especially with like the problems going on with guns kidnappings such and such
0: oh violence and uh you know everything it's uh you know it, it, it comes from morality you know and morality is subjective because you know uh what we think is okay here you know you go to the middle east it's not okay there i'm,
1: t- yeah. I'm talking about here though
0: I'm just saying in general. Oh in general, you know? yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. what you do in the Middle East is okay there, but if you come here and would do the same thing, you know, you'd yeah. probably end up in
1: jail. Buck off.
0: You yeah. know? So, you know, it's it's but you're right. But well back to the point being morality is important, but who are you gonna learn your moral compass from? You and, know, your father. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well oh speaking about fathers. So I had this this uh, nice older gentleman, you know, he's up in age now. Shout out to Kurt Dogg. You know, that was my... um You could say that was my... That was my pops that brought me up. Uh We lived in Indiana for a while. Moved around. You know what I'm saying? Came back up here. Some shit went down. Mom's got a divorce. But it was when I was 11, 10. So I was kind of at the age, in a way. Um... Came up here, it was straight Mama Dukes, so it was just straight females. I didn't have that, that tough figure. You know what I'm saying? That uh, you know, help me fix this on this on the on the fucking uh. car or stove or some bullshit. Right. Help me fit You know what I'm saying? So like, a lot of things I had to learn by myself because I didn't have that with me. And I'm not trying to go on like a fucking sobbing trip, but it just
0: sucks. Yeah, no, because you, you need bring up a great point. You bring, up, you bring up a great point there. Mm-hmm. Um, because you had to learn all that by yourself, you know, it makes yes. you second guess yourself. Yes. And that feeds into your subconscious. And then you're starting to second guess yourself in everything. And that starts 100... to deteriorate your mental health yes so then you develop anxiety over it you know thank and, you
1: um, you just put in perfect words
0: so boom you know it's it slowly chips away it's kind of like a paint scraper you know think of a giant house that you only got uh you know a handheld paint scraper you know yeah one 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 chip paint or one paint chip might come off that one stroke but guess what when you're stroking a hundred thousand times mm-hmm. no homo <laughs> shit no homo we no, had no to throw that children, in there you know, new york so, baby you know, it's a New York thing. It, 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 it's it's all love today, the Dead LGBTQ ass. everybody. We all love you. That ass. But um, you know, uh, you know, so when you when you're doing the paint chip thing, you know, uh, that analogy right there, you know, it eats away at you, yes. and then, um, you end up, you know, second guessing yourself, everything, and then you end up in
1: uh, everything, you know, dude.
0: You know, then you end up, what, well, you know starting to have these episodes where you're like am i wrong am i right and and everything's closing in around you and and you know
1: and i'm in like boom. i i, I and like i feel like it was fucking with my image to an extent bro like i think it was damaging my image i'm slowly starting to get my own self image back cuz i feel like shit i ain't got nobody to shoot the shit with yo how's football going how's you know what i'm saying and on top of that, living in the same state, and I hope he hears this shit. I hope he listens to this shit. You know, I fuck with him. But I have, you know, a little brother, a little sister. I'm hardly around. They live in the same area, you know, in the same state. I, I feel like that would be a great impact on them, on some real. Especially because with you know... I I love working with children, too, on top of that. So I do skateboards, very active. Get kids into something, dude. The city's dying. But I just think it'd be better if you're surrounded by your family, like Hmm. your real family, G. Like, Absolutely. Especially when you're just finding out that, you know what I'm saying, you got like three sisters that you didn't know about.
0: That was insane. I was yeah. there for that day. Um, yeah, you were. And that can fuck with your mental big time. And Super. I've seen, I seen you, the look on your face. Obviously, I'm a 12 year old kid at the time. So yeah, I we all are. I understand it. But, you know, now looking back at the situation, I was realizing that your brain was short circuiting because yes. you found out that your father wasn't faithful to your mother. And now you have three sisters you didn't even know about that look exactly like you. you yeah, know?
1: and like, like, what is going on? you know what i'm saying i was clusterfucked perfect example you just said
0: and uh, so you know that that, <coughs> that feeds into your self-image you know it's not how other people perceive you but but how yeah. you perceive yourself yes and yeah. uh that is that is a very big important point so going back to you know um you know the whole root of this episode you know uh, when you have those problems, you know, it's it's going to lower your self-esteem. And when your self-esteem lowers, you're going to end up, uh, you know, some people are born with, with deficiencies mm-hmm. and other people, you know, it is scientifically proven that you can end up with a diagnosis clinically over time due to the environments that you're in. And I don't yeah. want to get on here talking about,
1: oh, I got dad problems. I got dad problems. Nah, son. It's it's just how it went down, you know what I'm saying? And like I to this day I love my sisters. They just landed. I'm about to go chill with them either tonight or tomorrow. They fucking love me. The some of them well, both of them fly me out to different fucking states. I'll do anything for them, bro. And they would do the same. So I I we became a little stronger. It's just like on some real shit, should I forgive this nigga? Like
0: that's only a question that I can I you can
1: answer. answer. I know, but
0: and do a lot of searching
1: on that one, you know? It's not e- I don't even feel like it's the searching part. I feel like it's, you know, what the hell I'm trying to, you know, feel type shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like cuz I I'll, I'll just say it straight up off off my chest. You know what I'm saying? But you know it I just see- sucks, dude, cuz I got I got little I got little siblings, you know what I'm saying? I, I want them to you know, know what I do, how right. I do it, impact community, like
0: yeah, you work uh, hard.
1: Boys ain't out here toting fucking forties, shooting off fucking blocks with ski masks, robbing fucking no licks. You're like, trying
0: to become a pillar. Yes, yeah.
1: bro. Yes,
0: that's important, you know. Um, you know, and I don't think anyone's gonna take away uh, it's it's poor me from this, you know. No, not oh, nah. I don't think no. so. You, you, you. Gave your, you gave an example of the circumstances that you were given and how it affected your mental health. That's all it is. Yeah. And um like you said, you still have love for your family, but this is, you know, yeah. you know, scars heal slowly, but you know, and still so, scars.
1: And I forgot to mention, you know what I'm saying, I like I love my mom to the fucking stars to the fucking bottom of the earth but it's just like ever since i I've, I've been told that lie, you know what i'm saying, what's well, real, you know what i'm saying, it's people yeah. lying to me 24/7. i mean that's that's your mom duke's. right. you know what i'm saying? so that's your number one, that's you know, law. that's <laughs> that's yeah. law, whatever she that's says. Law. that's yes. law. yes. <laughs> so that's, that's your shit. truth, that's right. your safekeeping. you know what i'm saying? like i don't know. so that fucked me up for a little bit. But over the years, you know, I got support from family members, from huh. brothers, close friends. You know what I'm saying? We right. we doing all right.
0: And that's important, though, because, you know, um, one thing about mental illness is that you feel alone. You feel isolated. And um, you, feel, you feel like I'm 24/7. the only way that feels this way. But guess what? You know, um, statistics show, uh, and this survey was taken in 2017. Yeah. That, uh, you know, out of the whole world, the whole world, out mm-hmm. of, like, how many people live in the world now? It's like, what, 7 billion people? It's like 8-something billion. 8 billion. Mm-hmm. 970 million people suffer worldwide from a mental illness.
1: That's probably not even including dudes in combat.
0: That, no, yeah, no, that's just people that are admitted. Jesus. That's it. That's so
1: people it. that don't even go to the hospital and be like, yo, I'm fucked up.
0: Huh. Right. And, and so... You know, that's, that's 4% of the world. But, you know, so when you look at 4%, you think that's a small number. Right. But, you know, 970 million people feel alone.
1: Holy fuck.
0: And then you have people around them saying, what the fuck is wrong with them, you know? And, and, right. And yeah. isolating them even more. And that's the yep. issue yep. Um, yep. Is, yep. is the stigmatization around it. And yep. that's something that we have to work as a community to break. Yeah. That is one of the most important things that we can do because um you know, just you know, a lack of awareness and education of the issue mm-hmm. brings you know, it breeds hate and and uh you know, I like uh who was it? It was um Childish as Gambino standoff. He goes, you know, kids suck. You know, kids are cruel. You know, when the kids are fighting, he goes, that's why your mom's in a fucking wheelchair. You know, it's right. like kids. Kids will find out the most smallest thing about yeah. you and try to rip you apart yep. over it. And uh, you know, and and you know, for some people, they can take it and they can dish it yes. back. And some people can take it and dish it back, but when they lay down at night, they think about it. Yes, you know, yes. Because yeah. They got, they got, you know, some issues and. It's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to not be okay and and just sit there. Yeah. That ass. You have to put in the work to make sure that you get better, you know? I've been, let's see. Only you know. I've been working, you know, my ass off to get better because, Mm -hmm. you know, for a while, I felt like it was just me. Like, yeah, okay. It's like, you know, my dad had disappeared for a while. He came back. It was cool, you know?
1: I remember that uh, stretch.
0: Yeah, he came back, and, and, you know, things were kind of rocky, but, you know, now that we're grown, we're best friends, and I ended up slipping into the same issue that he slipped into, and I I understand it 100% now, and we can sit there and talk about it like grown men, and it's wonderful, but...
1: I would love to have your pops on here.
0: (laughs) Are you sure about that? (laughs) (laughs) What, did you get him to end up talking about the story where he beat the man with the hammer? Oh, hey. (laughs) Save that for... Yo. Make yeah. sure you cut that out. <laughs> My dad's something else, man. I love that man to death. And, uh, you know, what he did hurt, but it, at least I took the steps and he took the steps to mm-hmm. repair it. And yeah. uh, that that's what I'm trying to, you know, get that message across is, you know, um, people say, you know, good things come to those who wait. Mm-hmm. That's true to an extent. But when it comes to... Having issues like uh, mental illness and chemical dependency programs. Yes. Waiting is going to get you killed. You need to actively seek help and seek support. Yes. You know and yeah. um, be open, be honest, and I'm not take those you, steps. It, it, I'm not telling you to to go up on top of you know mayor mayor's office and right, scream right, to right. the whole city. Hey, I have this mental illness or, yeah. you know, Hey, I'm addicted to this, you know, but, um, you know, be open and honest with the people that you trust and hope that they can help you, you know, Yes. Because I was lucky enough to have a good support system, you know, and, uh, because before I had my son and before, you know, I had my wife and prior, you know, my girlfriend, my mm-hmm. wife, you know, now my wife, but, um, shit, we're going to be four years married, you know, it's this so September, fucking crazy, you know? dude. It's insane. And, uh, but anyways, you know, but before I had them, I, I felt like, yeah, I had friends, but we just went out and we just got drunk. We crossed the border, go get hammered, and then, uh, you know, that was just the routine because there was nothing else to do here, you know. Right. Yeah. And uh, then I found myself in trouble, you know. And uh so when you go to meetings, you know, AA meetings, and uh, it, it's kind of hard with COVID right now because typically there's a meeting every hour of the day. No matter what day it is, there's a meeting you can find in your city to go to uh, for – Narcotics Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous, SOS, which is um, shit. You know, if you you guys are not for guys or girls or um, uh, whatever pronoun you um, Mm -hmm. wish to be called, um, if you are not into, uh, well, if you don't know about AA and uh, NA, they are self help groups that you go to where other people are struggling with addiction issues to alcohol or narcotics. Mm -hmm. And um, you guys kind of talk. It's like a meeting. It's basically... Uh, uh, uh,
1: What's it called again?
0: Uh, It's Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous. But then there's another one. So uh, with AA and NA, Uh, there's a heavy religious presence where, um, you know, you have to accept... Uh, some form of God to fix it for you. You have to give the power up to God. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not going to sit lo- right with a lot of people who are listening because you know religion is is not as potent as it used to be. Um, so if I mean, I you can't
1: be you can't be religious and smart. You can't intelligent. You can't be intelligent and smart. I mean religious
0: religious and smart yeah i I could debate that because you know as long as you're willing to change your opinion on matters you know say okay this is my faith right well i'm talking
1: about smart as in science type smart
0: oh you can i mean see that's something that i can say um i can disagree with as well you can definitely appreciate science and take science for what it is but um you know, if it clashes with your faith, yeah, you might have some issues there, but, mm-hmm. you know, you have to go with the facts. Mm-hmm. But that then it comes facts. down to, that's it. Uh, is it going to be your faith that's going to dictate what you're going to say, or is it going to be the facts that dictate what you're going to say? But what you will see sometimes is that science and faith co-, uh, well, I shouldn't say co-, but intermingle, you know?
1: They do and, in a uh, way.
0: And uh, you'll see like a lot of examples before, like monotheistic, like um, um mm-hmm. the Abrahamic religions, yes came around, sir, stuff like that. You'll see that you know a lot of the science that was learned um, lines up with a lot of the um, Abrahamic and pagan religions. Like that is, uh, you know, science basically. Um, like for the pyramids, for example, right? All yeah, all set up on the same. What is it? The uh, latitude line. You know, so you can look at that and uh, say, oh, I guess they got it right. You know, there's no way that three separate tribes across three different continents made pyramids the same exact way, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that there was some type of science to it that influenced their faith. And Mm -hmm. uh, so that's where my debate comes to. I think you can be smart and I think you can have faith. Okay. I just think you have to be objective. Right. Right. that kind of put me off course by for Oh, yeah, so SOS, that's the other thing I had wanted to mention. So AA and NA uh, has a heavily uh, religious, you know, undertone to it. And I can't even say undertone because it's so blatant. So SOS right. is... Um, you know what that is, Drew? SOS is like just like AA or NA, but it's for people who don't want religion uh, involved in it. So you can go to meetings called so it's not SOS. like a preacher talking to you no it's I mean yes but no because they're not telling you repent repent right and, and like screaming right. like mm-hmm. it's a Pentecostal church and they're holding snakes in their fucking hands or some bullshit right you know? right um it's uh it it's SOS is just a a n n a without the um without the religiousness of it is um. Mm you know, the serenity prayer, you know, you're not praying in SOS, you know, you're your own God in SOS, you know, you're the one that has the power to change it, but you have to give up everything that you're doing. You have to give up all of that and push it out and start again, new to build up yourself, to be your own God, you know? And so, so NA, AA and SA, those three things right there um, have saved my life and have saved Oh my gosh! I don't even know how many people's lives around the world, Mm -hmm. and um, you know, it is really important just for me to get that message out there because good, yeah, good, um, good. If if you recognize you have the problem, and you know, sometimes it takes you to hit rock bottom to do it, but if you recognize, go to a meeting. And now that things are starting to get back to normal, Mm -hmm. the meetings are going to be back around person, but um. They switched it to Zoom, so it's Zoom calls. It's not the same thing. There you thing. go. You know, yeah. Being in a Zoom meeting is different. I go. You know, I still go to meetings because <laughs> I, I graduated. That's Let's what go. they call it. But you know what? I'm an addict. You know, I know that I can't drink one beer. I Those know, Zoom meetings you know, are... It's just weird. But, yes. You know, I still go because sometimes... I can pick up a nugget of information from it that will be like, "Huh, I never thought of it." You're right, yeah. and it's just another tool to my arsenal to keep me good. You know.
1: Well, my my therapist was doing that Zoom shit, and I was like, "It's not the same."
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um. So. Um. Since the uh, first time I'm on the show, um, many of you don't know me, and if you do know me, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Shut uh, up. You know, um, I go to therapy religiously. Um. Mm-hmm. For um, now that I graduated chemical dependency, I go. Yep, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I did both at the same time, but now I'm just going for straight uh, mental health. And um, you know, we were meeting on Zoom for a while, and I was just like, okay, yeah, ask me my scales. You know, not, it didn't really feel like anything was helping, but at least it still felt like I had someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. But now that um, I'm back in person meetings with the mask on i'm at like even though i'm vaccinated i still mask and you know everyone's gonna have their opinion on that I just do it because I I think that's the right thing to do, so I'm gonna do it. But right, so right. I I go in, I wear my mask, and we're able to start trauma therapy. We start in we're starting to dig into those issues, and 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 you know it's torture, it's hell. Oh it yeah, it feels like I'm back in Stacy Robinson's gym punching that bag. And shout out to Stacy Robinson. If you know him, that man will work you until you're mince me and he will work you over again until you're a patty and then he will build you until you're carved out of wood this man is an inspiration to the community yeah shout out to uncle stacy robinson i love you yeah <laughs> and uh he made a deal with me man he said as long as i stay sober i can box at his gym and, let's you know, fucking go and so you know game on you know and, oh, and fucking he, yeah. he got me in the greatest shape of my life back uh back then But, uh, yeah, so um, the one thing that I want to address is um, counselors. So Mm -hmm. um, counselors uh, are the people that you're going to talk to one-on-one when you go in to get help. Uh, When you go in to get help, you're going to be assessed by a counselor, and then they're going to assign you a counselor who best matches your personality and best matches what you – like, it's like a – it's basically like a five page to to five hundred page questionnaire. Not really five hundred page. That was a that
1: was a joke. Basically no. like a tinder match. Uh
0: yeah. So they're just trying to find, you know, um what basic issues you have and uh, what uh counselor they have. The Tinder match.
1: It is uh, basically yeah.
0: so you know, they're trying to pair you up with the best counselor for you. Yes. And um I'll tell you this. The first counselor I ever had was fucking horrible and it turned me off to the whole experience. I said, "Fuck this." And I never went back. Mm. And um you know, it 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 made me have like hold very negative reservations about um mental health because this person didn't give a shit. This person kept yep. looking at the clock. Well, how does that make you feel? Yep. Well, Paul, maybe you shouldn't do that, Paul. And you know, and just very condescending. He was a dickhead. Fuck. Yeah fuck you. If you see this fuck you. Fuck you. But um I'm not going to bash his clinic because there's still many amazing people that work there. Okay. Um so anyways, um later down the road, I did it backwards. I got help for chemical dependency and then realized I was fucked mentally and then so I ended up getting assigned a um this is this is after the first attempt at mental health mm-hmm. uh which was in 2006. Um, so, you know, so fast forward to 2015 Mm -hmm. and, uh, they're like, Paul, you know, like that's not a normal day. You know, I'm talking about, you know, uh, you know how I was in 2015. Yes. Uh, it, 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 I wasn't a good person and, uh, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm alive. I'm happy. I'm not in jail. I am, I am thankful, but, um, you know, basically getting back to the point here is, uh, i didn't know this was an option you can request to switch your counselor so if you go in and you do not feel like you are connecting to your counselor ask to switch there is a counselor out there for you who will help you who and honestly um rochelle i love her she was my counselor from 2015 to 2020
1: where's where's this practice at uh
0: that was horizons health uh counseling right on the boulevard right on the corner of brighton and the Niagara falls boulevard gotcha so like right next to the boulevard mall yep. rochelle was my counselor from 2015 to 2021
1: shouts out to rochelle
0: and she became more of it felt like i was just talking to a friend and
1: good, she good.
0: she had those skills to you know when i was talking to her and she like stop you know first of all she was able to call me out on my bullshit
1: she picked was, apart your brain. Yes,
0: yeah, she did, and she was like, "Stop right there! Mm-hmm. Say that sentence back. Say that sentence back again. You know." And um, wow! And you know, she was able to break me down to to a, a pebble, a pebble basically. Yes, exactly. And to to just go over that pebble with like a fine tune, like you know, mm. brush, and and refine it. Mm-hmm. And um, you That's know, crazy. To, uh, there's people out there like her everywhere, but you just have to put in the work to find her. Yes. And um, uh, big pharma. This is going back to big pharma here. Um. Uh oh. You know, I I have I hate them. I hate these. We people are talking about them that are um you know just controlling uh basically the whole medical market, making mm-hmm. you pay outrageous prices for medication that you yep. need to live like uh. Yep. Epinephrine or not epinephrine, uh, EpiPen, sorry. epipens, epinephrine, is something completely different. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, epipens, it's just like insane where it's like you can go to Europe and in Europe, you know, it's like two dollars yep. for your pen. You know, it's insane. Yep. I, I, it's not really two dollars. I think it's it's, it's eight, a little bit more. It's eight euro. But um, <laughs> way a lot cheaper. You know, so um, you, I, I just want to give a couple tips out here. Is um. Mm-hmm. When you're looking into practices to go to, uh, you got to feel them out and make sure you look at reviews online because a lot of people in the mental health fields are in bed with doctors who are purposely going to overprescribe you. So you end up with some type of chemical dependency. Or some mm. type of mental health issue where you're going to have to end up, and they're going to recommend going to a certain um, clinic to be, you know, helped with your problem. What? And, uh, so there is a lot of clinics out there who don't give a fuck about your health. They're in it for, for taking your money, you know? What the so fuck? please, like, you know, if if you're going to get help, please go get help. But... Please do your research on where you're going, so you're mm-hmm. not going to get ripped off. Um, that is something that that I wanted to put out there because that's something I observed with my own eyes, and I thought I was crazy. You right. Know? Right. And I started talking to a couple friends of mine who, um, you know, who also have some some issues and uh like mm-hmm. i said I, i'm gonna leave names out of it yeah,
1: yeah but, of course know, of course i
0: had brought up the uh i said you guys ever feel uh you know i'm paraphrasing here because you know this is maybe two years ago but mm-hmm. I said, you guys ever maybe feel where you're going it feels like some type of sick joke where it's like they told you to go there so it's like they can scam you just like someone says hey i'm selling the shoes meet me down around the corner in that alley over there and you end up walking out with uh Right. No wallet. No shoes. No jacket. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, That's it's it's basically the same thing. They're just they're thugs, you know, and they're bullying you for if you're paying out of pocket or you know if you're um if or if they're scamming your insurance. So please look at reviews for the clinics that you want to go to. Okay. But there is a lot of clinics out there that are willing to help you. I don't want to make them all out there to be a bad people or, or, you know, uh, you know, in it for the money, mm-hmm. but you will uh, one telltale sign here about um, if it's a bad clinic is if you see rotations of um, counselors leaving, if you see a counselor there for a while and then they're wow. gone, like that happens, that happens either. Multiple times with you, or you see, you know, um, a certain office and multiple counselors are in that office, you know, over mm-hmm. the course of six months or a year. Right. They're scamming you. Damn. You know? And, and uh, you, you, there might be people there on the lower level working to help you, but the company that is running the firm does not give a flying fuck. They just want fuck. those dollar signs coming in. So be careful no,
1: there. Jesus fucking and, uh, Christ. And that
0: is, that is one of the telltale signs. And I, I would not be able to leave this podcast without telling you guys that. And if I forgot, I'd be kicking my ass all the way home. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I take mental health very seriously. You know? Oh,
1: yeah. i um,
0: all do. Absolutely. and uh, But I just I want to give the best advice I can. Because if this is going to be heard, like I said, by at least one person that's going to hear one word i speak and uh you know take it to heart and it might change their life and it might save their life that's all i care about yeah. yep yep you know
1: i agree um are there any questions you guys wanted to ask paul while i was here you No, know, know i don't know drew you never met paul before right What yeah. you got to say you were quiet the whole episode
0: was i talking too much drew I'm sorry if I stole your spotlight. Nah,
1: Drew don't got... Drew don't... He's our Jamie.
0: Nah. Fingers. Jamie, huh?
3: Yeah, I've been quiet the whole episode and whatnot because myself is going through a depression. I don't tell much people about it. I just keep quiet. I'm just, like... My body was here, but I wasn't here mentally. Yeah, yeah. If you know what
1: I'm saying. I mean, if you don't don't feel... uh, you don't feel uh, comfortable uh, talking about, it, dude. You don't have to talk about it. Yeah, Shit.
2: you know what I mean. This won't be the only episode we do about this, Drew. yeah. So if Drew, you don't want to talk you know about what what it today, you can talk a about pass. It you can guy. make a pass. Yeah. We're not we're, we're not it's here right, to put bro. you on the spot. Dude. It's
0: not an interrogation. Never. Right. Had, you know. Never that. And uh, you know, I it's the first day meeting you, and uh, I don't know, just by by looking at you, sizing you up, I can tell you, you got a good heart but you carry a heavy burden on your shoulders, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, you yeah. can say that.
0: You almost
3: died three years ago.
0: Did you care to tell a story? Or yeah, I can tell a story.
1: We're in the story.
3: Let's hear it. Um, it. was my second weekend of the job. Like I, I, I agreed to pick up overtime, but I didn't realize my family was coming to town. It was already too late. I'm, I am I uh, uh traffic at the casino. I got in his car and he hit me. A couple steps down, I just I sat down because it was bleeding out bad.
0: Wait, it, so you got pinched in between? Mm-hmm. Not really ah.
3: pinched. I just got hit. Wow. Shredded his leg. Deep laceration. Wow. Yeah, don't let him don't let him downplay. Yeah, it dude, bad.
0: it was bad. It was bad. You look at all oh, the humble white knight over yeah, there. It oh, was no, bad, it, dude. Tis it was but bad. a flesh wound. Nordic. Yeah. yeah, it
3: was bad. It was it was bad. Um, know,
0: I'm thankful you're here, and I'm thankful that you survived. And uh, you know. And so, uh, you know, me me and Mike go back with debates with uh, religion and uh, morality mm-hmm. and all that, but, you know, I believe mm-hmm. that we're all here for a purpose, and I believe that yep. um, life is like a deck of cards, you know? Yes. There's 52 cards, and your card's Actually, in 54. there. Actually, 54. Or is it 54? Yeah. Kind of so two jokers. The, the two jokers. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah. What? There's 54,
3: there? and there's probably like four or five more oh on top boy. of that, of the... Uh, the, uh, All right, well, let's ads. just say... Uh, Drew's, standard, a very li- uh, Drew's a very
2: literal person. Let's
0: just say a standard poker deck with no jokers in it. Oh, 52 cards, you know, you're pulling, right? And, uh, you know, one of, those, one of those numbers is your card. You just don't know when it's going to be pulled. So you yeah. just have to live your life and, and you know, live it for you and live it and love it. And, and uh, um, Right. If you're not able to do that, find a way to do it. And uh. keep fighting until you can because you don't know when your car is going to be at the top of the pile and it's going to be pulled.
3: You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, um, as soon as I got hit, um, the security department uh, didn't know how to put a tourniquet on right properly.
0: No way. What? Yeah. I know how to put a fucking tourniquet on. I'm not, I've am not. i never been in the military. I mean, I've been in a couple shootouts, but i never been. <laughs> this is, all right, I'm sorry. This is what? Yeah,
3: Um. So some old lady uh, had a towel plier pressure to my leg. And at that time like I was like our days is like now I've seen like twenty people. I've, I've seen a group of people surrounding me, it's like, Oh, get some attention. And my whole time was like, man, i might get fired for this joint.
0: Oh <sighs> no. Then um <laughs> the a capitalist machine crushing you down. Yeah, um, you know, worried about your job when you're fucking dying.
3: Yep. Yeah, um as soon as I saw my boss I had my radio on me, I just took I just took the earpiece off I took the radio I just I just chucked it at him.
0: I don't blame you. Shit. The
3: whole, t- no lie, the whole time I had to, I had to use the bathroom real bad. Like, uh, I was like, huh, I got deep cut. Should I piss myself? I yeah. Should've. I should have. Fuck yeah. Why not? Should have pissed you yourself.
0: Know, um, I don't know if this is true. I, so I can't go on the record saying this, but I heard, um, if you get a deep laceration on your body, you get the sensation that your bladder is full. Um, yeah, I, do, I had
3: to take a piss the whole time. I was like, ah, do I piss myself? Because I don't want my piss to wow, my, crazy. Uh, my right. cut. and crazy. Yeah, I didn't it's, know it's, that. All
0: that. But, you know, I mean, it happened with me. I got my face cut by a box cutter. And, um, you know, yeah, I fuck. had, you know, after I had escaped the scuffle and I was safe and everything, it, it felt like I had to piss. But, like, you know.
3: No, I, I really did have to have Yeah, piss.
0: you really did? All right. Well, shit. Yo,
3: um, it wasn't the part I almost died, that part. It was trying going to go into the ambulance and try to... They're trying to find a vein to pump in drugs. Yeah. The morphine, whatever. I had nothing going on until I got to ECMC. And about two to five minutes, I saw... I was almost seeing the white light.
0: Really? Yeah. That is terrifying.
3: Yeah, it was terrifying when I called my grandma. I was like, hey, um, I got hit by a car. I'm going to the hospital. And she's war- she's yelling at me for it. I was like, why are you yelling at me for it? Because
0: I want her to get hit by a car. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And, um... <laughs> I got her.
0: I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing because that's grandmothers in general, she's just like what the fuck, Why like you know. No, my, no,
3: my grandma's like like a, like a church-going kind of person. Oh,
0: okay, so she's just screaming at you in the in the in the Catholic way, or, or yeah, the, it's like yeah. I was like, oh, so
3: why? It's like I don't know. Car hit me. I was like, how? I don't
0: know. <laughs> well, what what had happened was I wasn't looking, and now no, I'm looking no. at the sky. No,
1: no, I was looking. I looked at the car. He hit me. I felt. I was more, I was more mad about he it. must have been putting his foot his foot on the gas instead of the, the brake. Break. He thought.
0: <sighs>
1: dumbass.
2: Was, well, he was an old ass dude. And apparently, he'd
0: in a valet hit, fucking. Apparently,
2: lots. that guy had hit a car already. Like really? on the other side of the yeah, game yeah. so like so I mean, yeah,
0: let's hear the backstory. Just so this this it was an old man who was like already banged a car there. Yeah, I guess so like yeah. in the area, like oops, I hit this car. Yep. Okay, well I'm gonna get twenty points. Like Death Race three thousand. Oh, dad. Like yeah. that old G movie. I'm not talking about the new shitty movies with Jason Statham. I'm talking about yeah. the old school mm-hmm. Death Race. And but I'm happy you made it. Like you know so. But yeah, um, I can't believe the EC or that the EMS ride. Like they they.
3: No, because that is that is because that blows all.
0: my mind. The, yeah, for real.
3: Yeah, uh, the ride was like, I could still wiggle my toes. The guy said, Yeah, that's that's a real good sign. you can Wiggle your toes because that means you didn't really lose. Your feeling no, you, like I had my foot was getting swollen. What's the point? It was it going like this at first? Then as soon as I got to ECMC, it was like I oh, barely.
0: So it was like, was it involuntarily Like, jer- damn, no, 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 swelling, no. But not my hand, my hand,
3: my foot. I was just,
0: yeah, that's what I was. I was just. Doing this like pretending yeah. it was a foot. Yeah, it was but, like yeah. I was I wigging was my toes. Okay, okay. So you were purposely trying to. I was, tr- then, I was okay. trying to, right.
3: But then again, like I lost probably like four or five pints of blood. I should have died.
0: That's insane. So yeah, I mean, the, um, your card just wasn't drawn, my friend. <laughs> not
3: yet, but I, w- I will go. On, I hope I go on a heroic way. Be a Sword shield. in hand. Yeah, nah, you'll be good. Yeah. No, um, then um, I was um, I was homeless. For like a couple of weeks back in Virginia, after the accident. No, no, this was before. So,
0: so a couple of weeks in Virginia, <laughs> you were homeless, and no, 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 no.
3: It was actually like I was living in Virginia, working there. Lost my job, came homeless. I, I slept on a bench for like a day,
0: and then you ended up up here.
3: No, I, I lived up here for like. It's funny, I like lived up here for half my life. Hmm.
0: I was going to say, the accent you got, it sound like like syrup falling off a tree. I, you would have fooled me that you ever lived up here.
3: No, nah, I, I, I get all the time. I, yeah, I get all the time. I was like, oh, where's your from? I'm from Georgia.
0: Yeah, you sound like, uh, I, I, I would have guessed Alabama.
3: This dude, Sean. What the fuck? No, Alabama. I'm going to come over to the table, and Alabama Slam, your ass, because <laughs> I don't like Al- uh, No no I, I don't like the University of Alabama people. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, one second. Is it that long-lasting feud?
1: Taking you, a uh, leak.
0: What is it? The um I could be wrong. I don't give a fin- I don't give a flying fuck about football but I know it's Alabama and another team that the, the universities have a huge uh, rivalry
3: I believe um, it's not not is really it, rivalry is it it's Auburn
0: and uh, yeah
3: that but I'm a Georgia fan
0: it's uh, Georgia Bulldogs right yep and then uh, who's their rival then
3: they got Auburn they got Georgia Tech they got Florida Florida's a big one they, they have they, they gotta go to a neutral site for that game
0: uh, Florida Gators, Gators. yeah so uh, I became I was the only reason I gave a shit about the Gators was because my buddy moved moved to Gainesville my best friend since uh probably uh ninety nine uh he moved in high school down to Gainesville and uh I'm actually going to his wedding soon in a couple months but um yeah I became a Gators fan because you know he was uh living down there so every time like you know I didn't I when I had my own crib like I didn't waste money on cable. I was like fuck this. I don't watch TV. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not paying for commercials. I see that on YouTube enough. But um, you know, uh whenever I was chilling with at my pops house or whatever, you know, um you know, you would be watching TV if, if uh, you know, the Gators were playing out route him.
3: Yo, Paul, do you think it was funny? You just see the just two just went to the bathroom together? <laughs>
0: Well, you know what's what happens in the bathroom stays in the bathroom, right? Yeah, it's like Vegas. Yeah, the ba- yeah, that's what you're gonna start calling the bathroom here, Vegas. No. <laughs> Every time someone has to use the bathroom, be like, I gotta I gotta go to Vegas. Oh
3: yeah, I gotta go to Vegas real quick. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, just Damn, grab that fellow losers about that. If we're just joking around, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see you. I see you tattooed up too.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was looking at, I was in my own ears, I just didn't want to say anything out loud because, uh no, you know, we were
3: on. I was just sitting quiet because I feel yeah. like I was, like, looking in through,
0: through a window. I understand. Kind of, kind of
3: situation. But then again, I was agreeing, but I was just.
0: I understand. Uh
3: But, um. But
0: let me see what you got.
3: All right, Uh, I can't really show it right now.
0: Well, you don't got to show me everything. I like that. Yeah, I, got it. I uh. I got.
3: But, but I'll show you more when I stand up.
0: Yeah, I uh, I got my whole back, and then I got my chest and stomach and palms and. Yeah, I, I don't know. I had someone finally counted them for me because people ask me how many. You know, that's that's a, that's the question that pisses me off the most when people ask. Like, first of all, I don't like it because it's like a pickup line when women ask, like, talk about my tattoos to me, like. That's the best you could come up with the top it's like first of all I'm married, but it's just like this should stick out before my tattoos, but it's like women come on to me over the tattoos. It's just mm-hmm. it's such a creepy and men women don't like that pickup yeah. line. Stop whoa, using whoa, that pickup
3: line. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not all you can't just say all men. I like I like when the I like when the young no, short no, I like, I'm I like saying, when the short is like women look, don't like that yeah, shit that,
0: when, when, when when men do that to tattoo tattooed women. Uh, they hate that shit, bro. Yep. They so, hate that so, shit for
3: tattoo guys. Like, hey, I'm tattooed. All right, baby, I can show you everything. Hey, shoot.
0: well, yeah, you single. You can do that. You know, I just don't like when women do it to me. I right. think it's creepy, and yeah. and women absolutely find it creepy when men do it to them.
1: Hundred percent. Um, Sean, did you have anything to bring up in this?
0: So, how was Vegas?
2: Old <laughs> oh, you know. He got a little handsy, but it's yeah. All right. yeah, I told him to we'll wait till later, till the honeymoon suite. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah,
0: is that the um, the paralegic stall?
2: Oh yeah, you know it. <laughs> like it ain't working, but uh, yeah, I uh, you know, I know I dived into a little bit of it last week. You know, told you guys that I was dealing with a little bit of depression, but uh, you know especially for Paul because we have I I've, I've seen this dude in years.
0: It's been quite a long time. Yeah. I think the last time I saw you was uh, I think I think we were either grocery shopping or it was some public event that we was just like hey hey and, Yeah, uh, I might. Yeah. You know, we were just it, like it, hey I'll, hey, I'll, uh, hey Paul,
3: I you know. got a quick question. Yes, yeah, what's that? Do you call him Screech?
0: Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Same. Well, I mean, if it's the if it's the guys, you know, yes, but yes. Like if in a formal setting, like you know, I'm not gonna come on the show and right and, and call them that. But um, yes, I do.
2: You know, there was like back then it was weird though, because like when we were hanging out, like all the people we hung out with, there was like. Few certain people would call me that, then there was other people that only call me McLovin. Then there was guys that didn't even know I had a real name; they thought yeah. my name was just McLovin, right? Because nobody knew what my real name was.
0: Yeah, I remember. So, that. I mean, <laughs>
2: it was wild. But yeah, I mean, hey, hey, Paul, pa pay me ten bucks. I'll give you his another his
3: deepest n- nickname.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> say, say it one more time. You Don't pay- listen to no.
2: him.
3: Yo, pay me ten. Pay me like five bucks. I'll give you his real name. I'm his other great. name.
2: Drew. Sean. <laughs> I don't want to have to say this again. Foul. Shut up. (laughs) Dude, that's not the proper shot of... uh, uh, Just shut the fuck up, Drew. Oh, Oh, there. I was waiting for that one. There it it goes. A couple
3: weeks I was waiting for that one.
2: Uh, Continue with your... Anyways, what I'm trying to say is, you know, I didn't want to... I didn't want to butt in on what you were saying earlier. So, I mean, there's... While you're talking about stuff, you know, like talking about statistics and talking about like addiction, and yeah, that, you I'm know so I mean? sorry. No, you're kind of good, of man. Just, uh, I mean, that's what we brought you on here for—is to talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm but just I mean, very passionate. I took uh, I took some mental notes of things that I wanted to mention oh, absolutely. once you know it came to me. But uh, yeah, I just you know, I mean, I know about addiction firsthand. You know, I, one of my buddies growing up was like my best friend in the entire world i you know, I, I, I experienced what you guys experienced where you've kind of just seen your buddy changing right in front of your eyes. But I mean, mine was because of drugs.
0: I think I might know, but I'm not going Yeah. Say. And
2: it was, uh, it, it was, was, it was rough. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, it fucked me up for a while. And I mean, I, like what you said earlier, I had that like survivor's guilt. Like, I mean, obviously he didn't die, but I was like, I was like, you know, I was like, I would, maybe I should have done something. You know? Maybe right. I should have done more.
0: Right and uh i think for some reason it's just like the um the way that it's been packaged to us since the 60s that's like you have the power to do something like you know what i mean it's like subconsciously in us to think that um if i just would have said this word or if i just would have been here at this time you know um the outcome would have been different and we're just lying to ourselves yeah and uh it, it, it's hurt, but, you know, it's on, only the person has the power to make the decisions for their own life, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless, like, you're, like, into being a rag doll and letting someone control you and just right. like, you're going right, to do this right. today, but, you know, that's just a whole other topic in general. Right. Yeah,
2: but he, uh, but uh you know, I mean, it was shit like that, and, I mean, I'm not going to say I had a rough child or anything. I didn't, you know what I mean? I, for the most part, for... Growing up in a city like this, I had a pretty good one, but I mean, it was a lot of shit over time. You know, what I mean, like how you said about, you know, how people can take like the jabs and shit, but then when they lay down at night, it bothers them. Yeah. I was like one of those dudes. I mean, anybody that grew up with me knew I was always talking shit. Oh yeah, and I was always a quick shooting quick bag, back. Yeah. Right back. Yeah, it didn't bother me. Right I off mean, r- but it
0: was just, it was just a. <laughs> hey, Hey, Screech, why 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 you look like that when you smile? Uh, why, why you look like you fucking got a flushy, fucking red-haired motherfucker? Right. You know, it was yeah. just
2: fast. I, just yeah, it was... I mean, it wasn't like I took it personally, because I knew everybody that I was doing it to me was... It was all out of love. Yeah, if boys, yeah. out
0: of the group said it to you, yeah, it was, they would have got, yeah, oh yeah. got hands and feet from, like, 12 people. Yeah,
2: but it was, like, you know, I mean, it was shit like that that, like... Over years, it just built up, and it built up more, you know what I mean, and then... When I graduated high school, like my first year out of high school, I uh, I developed a little bit of a dependency on alcohol, which I was using. I was hanging out with. I mean, I wasn't hanging out with the wrong people. They were good people, and they had good intentions. Mm. But they partied a lot, right? Which made me want to party a lot. Which you know, I I every night I'd be sneaking back into my parents' house at night, fucking hammered, mm. right. You know what I mean? Well, then With you tra-
0: think you're sneaking, huh? Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sure
2: my, I'm sure my mom knew. I mean, she knew everything. She was like the FBI, but I mean, you know, I mean, and that's that's when it started. Like it started in 2010, but then it like there'd be like a couple of years here and there where I wouldn't do it at all. Then I'd do it like a whole year I'd be drinking, you know what I mean? It So it like, like kind like- of went on and off for a while and then from probably about like like beginning of 2019 to like the end, I was pretty much drink it every single
0: day pretty much gotcha. fuck did you end up with um a um physical dependency
2: uh pretty much i mean there was days where i'd wake up with like because i work a morning job and uh i'd never worked a morning job before it was my first morning job ever but around the time that my dependency on it got bit, got stronger there'd be days where i be working up like six thirty, getting ready to go into work and i'd be fucking you know i'd make yeah. a drink before I go right. to work Because I'd be like Oh I need to take the edge off Just to get into work
1: Absolutely Right right. And
2: I'd be sitting there At the beginning of my shift Everybody would be yeah, talking yeah. And I'd be you know I'd be buzzed And right. they would Feeling good Yeah right. I I mean I don't know If they knew And they just didn't say anything Or if I was just Really fucking good at hiding Boys, it knew. Well
0: that's the thing I'm it's, sure they knew When you get your tolerance up that high You can be You can be plastered And people no. won't even know You know um, Like I, I kind of had the same um Issue with um, You know What when it got towards the end um when i it wasn't even fun for me anymore yeah. it was just what i was doing so i wouldn't go into withdrawals like you know the night before i would i would measure out what i had left put it in they'll you know, cook it up put it in the needle and set it next to you know yeah. put it on my bed stand well it, inside my bedstand. stand yeah. and uh so in the morning all i had to do was roll over and um you know, uh, do the deed, and then yeah. I'd be good for, I knew I'd be good for maybe four to six hours, and then I would need my next dose.
2: Yeah, that's what it was like, unquote, that was like when me drinking, I mean, you know I mean, I would, yeah. I would go to sleep, and when I'd go to sleep, I'd be pretty fucking drunk, mm. but I'd have, like, you know, I'd know, ex- I'd put my bottle exactly where it needed to be, I'd make sure that I had, you know, I had everything else to go with, and I'd be like, alright, when I wake up in the morning, you know, I know exactly yeah. where everything is, routine. I know exactly what I gotta do, yeah. It became a routine. Which was unfortunate because you know. Uh, by the way, before I get deep into it, I just want everybody to know that this: this is this is my trigger warning because it's about to get it's about to get kind of heavy.
0: I should have been throwing trigger warning It's about all right. This whole I time. mean, I apologize. Yeah,
2: it's all right, but I mean,
0: I uh, near like the end of. Er- you know what, Sean, I just wanna say one thing before you, you start this. If Sean has the balls to say this to a whole crowd, you guys can go and and say this to somebody you can confide in.
2: Yeah, and I mean there's yep. my mom listens to this yep. dude, there's people in my family listen to this a thousand that percent. Probably have never heard this before. Yep. Ever. Even and my I mean, family, dude. Yeah, and I don't want I mean, if my mom and them hear this and I don't want them to think that it's you know, that I that they didn't give me a chance speaking, to reach out to them. No, nah, you're it's speaking easier to do it like this. Yes. This was the best way for me to get it out. 100%, Sean. And I know that for I sure. need to get it out because, you know, it yes. needs it really to be talked to, about. Yeah, I but, I mean, near the end of, oh, fuck, dude, I'm trying not to cry. I don't want to cry on here. You're good, dude. <laughs> you're good. You're good, dude. But near the end good, of, you know, when I was using it as a way to get by through my day, it got to the point where, you know, I wasn't just doing it. Doing what? I'm sorry. I wasn't just drinking just to get through my day. It was more of a, in my mind, it was like, you know, you don't got the balls to, you know, do it yourself. So why don't you just drink yourself to death? Right, right. Right. And that's what it became. That's what I was, that's what my end goal was trying to be. Okay, okay. Is that I didn't want to be here anymore. Right. I didn't know why. Mm-hmm. But I just knew that I wanted it to be over, and I knew I couldn't do it myself. So I figured, you know, I'll just fucking keep drinking until it yep. happens naturally. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. And I mean, it was rough, and I, you know, I was living with one of my cousins at the time—not him, another cousin. Oh, uh, Capensi? No, no, that's that's my best friend. I know, I, I, I consider him as your cousin. Yeah, and we're basically family. But I mean, he. Uh, but okay, he, okay. He helped a lot too when I finally decided to, you know, get sober for good. My but man. I mean, I was living with my cousin for a while, and, you know, it obviously put a strain between us because I would be drinking every day. Yes. I'd be arguing with her and her boyfriend. Absolutely. I'd Absolutely. tell them how, you know. And then sometimes I'd be, like, hypocritical, and I'd be like, I don't want you fucking drinking in the house. But then I'd, they'd see me walk to my right. my room with a bottle of Jameson in my hand. Right. Yep. And I'd close my door. And, I mean, the when it got the hardest for me, when I knew that, you know, I had a problem, was uh, New Year's Eve one year. I... My mom called me, because we usually always go to my aunt's house. As, you know, we celebrate as a family. Yeah, yeah. Right. And she called me and she said, hey, you want to go over to your aunt's house for New Year's Eve? And I'm like, no, nah, you know, I'm not feeling too good. I think I'm just going to stay home. I was like, I got a pretty bad headache, which obviously wasn't true. I, I wanted to get drunk. But she was like, oh, well, you know, why don't you just come over, eat something, and then I'll take you back home if you want. So I went over. I was hanging out with my cousin at the time. who was like, you know, she was born. Uh, I was born on April 22nd. She was born... April 24th, when I was like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, her, me and her are super close. She's like my daughter, basically. And, uh, you know, she was all excited to see me. And I was already buzzing a little bit because I had already been drinking pretty much. Yeah, you right. knew you were going. Yeah. So
0: you wanted to get yourself good. Right.
2: It you- was like I needed the alcohol to be, you know what I mean? Like I needed to drink to be you. who, yeah, who, right. the character, who the character I was playing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I was, she was all excited to see me. And then I told her, I was, you know, I was like, I'm only eating and then I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, if you're just going to leave, I'm just going to go to my room because you're the only person I want to see for New Year's Eve. And I mean, regular me out of been like, you know what? Fine, I'll just stay with you. Right. But whoever I was at the time was just like, OK, well, I mean, that's unfortunate, but I'm still going to go home. Yeah. And I spent that New Year's Eve drunk in my room alone. Hmm. And I mean, it was one of the that was one of the lowest moments of my life. And I mean, at the beginning of that year, I told everybody, I was like, you know, I'm getting sober. This is it. I'm done with this shit. I'm getting back to who I really am. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to, you know...
0: You know how many times i told myself that?
2: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know. it's, it was rough. I mean, it. I stayed sober for a little bit. Then I got drunk again. But I was committed. You know I mean? I thought I was going to... I thought that I was going to be able to get the strength to get over it and, you know, keep going. And then I lasted a few months. And then near the end of the year, I went to a, I went to a Halloween party. I got fucking hammered. I mean, I seen the alcohol... I seen how much yes, fun everybody was having, are. and I'm like, oh, it's time to bring back that character.
0: Right. No. And I
2: can only bring back that character if I get drunk. And so, uh,
0: would, I just have a quick question for you. Would you say, like, uh, was, is it more of, like, a binge drinking issue, or was it, like, so it's, like, once you have one, so, like, one's too many and a thousand's not enough?
2: Pretty much. I mean, once I had yeah. the first one, I was like, I, I got it. You know I mean? I couldn't stop. I had yeah, to keep sure. going. Okay. But, I mean, it, and it resulted in a lot of bad shit. I mean, not like horrible health shit, but I got ridiculously bad acid reflux now because, you know, basically the lining of my stomach's all fucked up from drinking so much. Yeah, no, I understand. I mean, now, near the end when I, like when I was flopping back and forth between sobriety and getting drunk again, there'd be nights where I'd be drinking so much that like my throat would feel like it's on fire from the acid reflux, but I would continue drinking. I'd be like, oh, you know what's going to help this is drinking. Right. If I drink, it's going to help not hurt anymore you know, but my obviously dumb ass
0: thought before because i was i was i was uh doing heroin and i was drinking at the same time so uh. those are uh two my two of my the biggest ones that i mean i did almost everything besides crack and meth those are like the two things that i wouldn't do uh. but um uh i my, my dumb ass thought because i drank so much and i'd wake up and my stomach and throat would be on fire my my ass would go to the fridge and eat an ice cream bar and go back to sleep thinking it would, like, fucking fix it.
2: Yeah. I'm and sorry. I... Uh,
0: I'm sorry for interrupting. No, you're good. Yeah. I just... I'm dead. dead. I wasn't laughing at <laughs> <laughs> It made me, th- yeah, Yo. Made me think Yo. of it. I'm just Yo. like, I'm a fucking idiot.
2: Yeah, and it like, just, you know, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that I'm, comp- you know, that I'm... I'm fucking in sobriety cuz I'm not I mean mm-hmm. I've slipped up a couple of times I Dude, I that think about I is think is about the path to sobriety yeah, man. I think about drinking pretty much every fucking day of my life. I if I could drink right now I would. You yeah. know what I mean? But
0: I think we all would.
2: And the the problem with it now is now that it's not now I can control myself not to drink but I can't control myself to not Want it to be over, you know what I mean?
0: Exactly, yes. Yeah, so and I mean, that's,
2: anybody that's anybody who grew up with me knows that I was never that kind of guy growing mean, I was always laughing. I was having a good time. I was joking with everybody.
0: You You were, you I mean? were the life of the party. Yeah. yeah.
2: I tried to be always. And, you know, and it just... For a while there, I didn't let people... Th- I didn't talk about it. I didn't tell anybody about it because I didn't feel like it was validated. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like I was like, you know, I don't got a shitty life. I got a good life. What do I got to be sad about? Right. So I shouldn't be sad. So let me just... Right. He pushed the shit down because I'm not allowed to feel this way.
0: Right. And that's one thing that I just want to bring up. I'm sorry to interrupt you as but no, you can good. never you can never ever ever measure your trauma versus someone else. Yeah. That excuse, someone's got it worse than me. That is the that excuse is non-existent. Yeah. Everybody's feelings are validated and if you feel some type of way unless it's, like, some extreme reason, like, I'm offended because uh, the color of your shopping cart or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, no, your feelings are validated, and just because someone has it worse does not mean what you're going through is unimportant or not tough or yeah. not an issue. Right.
3: Hey, hey Paul, hold on. Mike, you look like
1: he kind got to go to sleep over there. <laughs> dude, I haven't been asleep since 7 a.m. Yeah,
0: this man been working overtime. <laughs> yeah, overtime. dude. I mean,
1: um. But, so uh, I'm trying to stay up over here Sorry guys You're good dude You're hey, good Hey
3: yeah. Mike Mike does, does Nipple Flash help you?
2: Yeah it does This is You know I just I mean and I I think The biggest problem for me is Just like last week I talked about it last week And I said you know I'm going to start taking steps towards You know Trying to You know get help for this kind of shit But I don't yeah. You know what I mean That's my biggest problem Is I always say I'm going to But I don't And then I get into these situations where, like, people will be like, oh, you know, here's I'm going to offer you some help. I'm going to find a way to help you. Well, sure. mm-hmm. And then I'll just, I'll ignore it, and then I'll fucking get depressed, and I'll be like, oh, you know, you should have fucking taken their help. Right. Now nobody's going to help you because you just continue to ignore everybody and yeah, just right. choose to be sad instead.
0: Well, what if I didn't give you an option? Let's just say, hypothetically, I was just, like, knocked at your door and be like, hey, yo, let's go for a ride. And I just took you. I mean...
3: Wait, wait, Paul, what kind of ride are you talking about? What kind of car, what kind of situation are you going to be talking about?
0: Uh, a little shitty that, uh, 2003 uh, Saturn Ion. just that's, uh, to, what, what, red with the little side door? No, silver. <laughs> no, <laughs> Oldsmobile. That's, uh, <laughs>
2: I mean, not to get, I don't want to get off the topic of, you know, what I'm talking about now. But, I mean, with you saying that, that also goes kind of hand in hand with another big problem that I have. I mean, that Drew can attest to because he witnesses it pretty much every time we're together. But I have severe PTSD from, you know, I I mean... Driving. Yeah, driving. I mean, I've been hit by 100 cars as a kid. Just like most kids our age, I was hit by cars constantly. I got hit by an ambulance. That's the only yeah. time I ever got hit. I was walking across from Joey's Pizzeria to McLeod's one time, and some dude in a truck hit me, and I flipped up onto his roof. Yeah, and I, I like, maniacs I like got off the truck, and, like, I was with... I'm sure you fucking probably know Mark McClellan. I was with Mark McClellan, (laughs) yeah, and like the first thing that comes out of my mouth was like, "Yo, bro, is the pizza good?"
0: Missing two, and I just kept, yeah,
2: I kept, I got up and kept walking. But I mean, because I didn't know that that shit over time was going to have an effect on me, right? Because now, I mean, I'm 30. I don't have a license. I don't know if I'm ever going to have a license because I'm legit fucking terrified to drive right like even thinking about driving i have a fucking panic attack
0: i understand that man because and i mean i'm diagnosed with ptsd yeah. as well and uh you know not for the same reason but you know um i understand the terror yeah. that comes with it and and sometimes it gets to the point where you don't even know where you are and yeah. uh it's terrifying and i'm sorry
2: yep. i mean it's that's another that's one of the other things that like weighs on me you know what I mean it makes me you know get deeper into these holes is because I mean I don't want to I don't want this to feel like this is an attack on all women because it's not i mean I've met some fucking fantastic women over my years man that have been great and you know it just didn't work out but the biggest thing that I've run into always you don't drive you know that that's it it's over we can't go we can't move forward because you don't drive doesn't matter why you can't drive. You just can't drive, so...
0: Right.
2: Sorry. No thanks. And, I mean, that's one of the... I mean, I don't want to sit here and make it seem like, you know, that's all I care about is that I just want to be with somebody. I mean, that's not Everybody what it is. Everybody wants to be with somebody. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, it sucks when... You can only hear that so many times before you're like, all right. You get in that mode where you're like, I'm, you know, this I'm is not, it. I'm going to fucking not die alone. Yeah. Right. There's nothing... There's no other option for me. So, I mean, it's just... It's a whole mess of stuff, dude, and I mean, it's not as bad as it was when I was drinking, but it's still bad. You know what I mean? I still get nights where, I still have nights where I'll sit up and I'll just be, I'll be sitting in my room, you know what I mean, because I live alone now. Right. I'll be sitting in my room and I'll just be like, you know, I don't want to fucking be here anymore. Like, I just want this shit to be over. Yeah, dude. We like have like those I, days. Yeah, like, I hope I go to bed tonight and I don't fucking wake up tomorrow. That's, we, dude, you're talking to you know three mean? people in here right now that... And it sucks because... We share that shit with you, it's, Sean. It sucks because, like, I have a great family, you know what I mean? You my, do. My, mother's, we my all, mother's
1: one of the best people in the world, Sean. honestly. We all have great families that support us, dude. Right.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I have...
0: I feel like if anyone ever told you that, oh, no, they never felt like they just never wanted to wake up before, they're a fucking liar. Liar. And, you know, I, Lying. I, I feel like, you know, it, it's valid. And, uh, you know, some cases are more severe than others, you know? Yes. And, but, you know. Of course. You're here, and, I, dude, I, I don't know what I would do if I had to go to your funeral. I don't, don't think th- I could manage it. I don't think I would be able to I go. I
1: appreciate that,
2: man.
0: You're, you're you're valued here man and yeah. uh like you just got to remember that people like don't hang on for us but just remember that people love you right yeah. and that's that ass i'm talking to everybody here this is like you know the, yeah everyone that's listening is that people love you and, and people rely on you more than you think and um you know if you can't yes. hang on for yourself at the moment. Hang on for them Until you can hang on For yourself You know Yeah
2: I mean I I think that's You know I think that's one of the Biggest problems for me That That's one of the questions I run into a lot Is that you know If you're fu- You know I mean If you leave Nobody's gonna give a fuck Which I know is well, not right. true yeah, But It's not true yeah. dude It's but like you know I get so stuck in my mind monologue. And I, I need like Sometimes I just need that. that reassurance Of people around me Like yo You're good You know I'd give a that's shit good. About you dude Me and Drew Give I mean? you that reassurance Yeah I know I mean stigma, it's just
0: uh, About being a man though Yeah is is that we're yep. supposed to be macho? Yep. Yeah, you can't be that way. Express you... feelings. Yeah, Express no, that's feelings. that's, that's what you, another. What's wrong with you? You some type of Mary? You know? Yeah, that's yeah. that's
2: like, another thing I run into. You know, like being a single man is that you know girls like see any shred of, you know, emotion from you and they're like, yep. oh, you're less of a man for it. Yeah, like I don't think so. I just don't want to fucking kill myself one day. Like, yeah. yo, I'm not that. You know what I mean? Like, yo. I need to get this shit out or I'm. I i do not want to fucking you know end up dead. I don't want to wind up dead. Right. I don't want my family to have to bury me. No. You know right. what I mean? Yep. Before my time is up. At
0: Absolutely. Least. And and I get it. And uh, it, I can get it to an extent, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I'm not you. You know, yeah. I, I will never fully understand because right. you, you'll never fully understand someone's head. Trust me. Yes. I've tried to get inside so many people's, like, people that have committed, cr- like, I'm, I'm a true crime fanatic, for example.
3: Oh, Sean is a true crime fanatic? So there it's you like, go.
0: you know, trying to get into Edmund Kemper's head. Like oh, yeah. I I, I try, I've fucked. spent I don't even know how many hours I've spent just trying to understand why he would want to fuck his mother's vocal cords. Right. Yeah, dude. do. You know fucked. what I mean? Yeah, he
2: was fucked. If you guys don't know who Ed Kemper is, he's fucked. He's fucked. Whoa, 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 yeah, wait, wait, he was fucked wait, in Wait, he head. really cut, cut a hole in her... Tra-
0: tra- no, track he bite? cut her head off, then fucked her head, yeah. then ripped her vocal cords off, and then threw him in a fucking garbage disposal.
2: <sighs> yeah, he's fucked, dude.
0: Yeah, he's known as the co-ed yeah, killer.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, you might know him <sharp> as the co-ed killer. He's <sharp> fucked in the
0: and, uh, yeah, so That's but, not
2: even the extent, dude. But, that's you know,
0: like... it's people like that. I try to pick their brains. It's just like, why the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like... You you can understand to an extent, but you can't understand unless you are them.
3: Yo, Sean. If anyone give you problems, me and Michael sure be making These motherfuckers out here get it right, I, huh? It's the
1: cans all day, serving
0: hot, cold, or medium hot. I
1: need to. uh... I'm
0: too old. I just shoot people now.
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna throw in a uh, random shout out. You know, we're gonna plug in our shouts out real quick. I'm gonna give my daily shout out to. Dirty Birds, I see they just got that award. Yeah, oh, congratulations, yeah. Raul. He used
0: to, um, uh, um, um. He used to uh, run the 79th Street after-school athletics program. Yep. And I used to run around in there. He used to be my, uh, my uh, after-school teacher for latchkey.
1: That's cousin right there. Yeah, Raul. Hey, Good Dirty deal. Birds, if, yo, search them up on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Dirty Birds Chicken and Waffles you will fall in love with yeah, people top tier Niagara Falls, New York, I believe. Oh, definitely. I I love Dirty Bird.
2: Yeah, food's top tier for sure. Man. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm going to shamelessly plug myself in here. Um, I own a business called Critical Terrain. I make uh, tabletop accessories, and I make uh, whole tabletop boards. Yes, sir. uh, Tabletop role-playing games and war games like Dungeons & Dragons or Warhammer 40K or uh, historical war games. Yes, sir. Um, So if you go over to Facebook, you can find my page it is called Critical to Give terrain. them all your plugs. That's just my only plug. Oh, only That's one? That's the only one I got. That's the only I, one
2: I I've know. seen some of the dudes work, man, and the fucking detail is insane. Oh, yeah. I yeah. also, Like the details. Uh, yo, Paul, yeah, It's wild. Paul, yeah, Paul no what? Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's amazing.
3: Yeah. Uh we also gonna put we also gonna put your company. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. We'll put your we'll put your stuff up in the group. Yeah, oh, great.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you.
2: Thank so we're shouting you out. If every you wanna, week. Uh, also, if you want to send me that link for that uh, mental health stats and all, I'll put that up in the group too. Yes, oh, sir, sure reference, we'll
0: yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want me to do it now? or You want me? Uh, I mean, yeah, you, you can do, do it whenever. now. Do you can do it now. Whatever's sure. good for you. Sure. Where
3: the YouTube fans can see us. Hey, yeah, guys, I'll put subscribe it up, to our I'll YouTube. I'll put it up.
2: I'll put it up tonight. Sir, it should be up by tomorrow. I'll. uh... I will. But yeah, I wanna. I got a quote that I I said last year, too. Last or that week. I said I mean, last week, my bad. That I said last week that, uh, hold on.
3: Yep. Yeah, Paul, you Paul at, least you didn't say, at least you didn't say the melting pot.
2: Oh, no. Oh, my God. Shut up. Let it go, Drew. <laughs> but, yeah, there's, uh, there's, some, there's, I'm pretty sure I said this quote last week, too, but, I mean, I want to bring it up again because you said something about it. You said something along the lines of it. Uh, it it's uh to say that you don't get to feel bad because someone else has it worse is the identical logic to saying that you don't get to feel good because someone else has it better. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's So true.
0: And uh or um you know what my grandmother used to say and I mean, I understand because um she was um you know, sh- my grandmother grew up in in the Great Depression, so it's just mm-hmm. There's starving kids in Africa, so it's like so me throwing this fucking plate out—is it gonna magically appear in fucking Africa? Right, right, you know what I right, mean? right. Well, um, or Detroit? Yeah, or yeah, or Detroit. <sighs> Fuck, is Detroit still a thing?
3: Yeah, Detroit. Yeah. D- Detroit's finally coming back up to rank. But <laughs>
1: Detroit, Niagara Falls.
0: I mean, they 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 have some great boxers. That's I mean, they yeah. used to anyway. The uh, gun
1: violence. <laughs> Hey man, they also right. got. What do you
0: think? Who do you think would win in a shootout? Uh, in a gun shootout, um, Detroit or Southside Chicago?
1: Southside Chicago.
0: Uh, hundred sh- percent. Chicago, all black. <laughs> I ain't picking no yeah. sides. Dude. Chicago.
3: Yo, Mike, Mike. what was the thing you were ask me? Huh? You, were at, you you about to ask me
0: something? All right. So, what I'm about to hey do. Drew, is... Hey Drew, I got something to say. Gonna plug the oh. um. Forgot. I'm going to plug the whole note section to you. So, actually, no, because it's, I oh, yeah. wrote a lot, so I'll just be able to cover it. Yeah,
2: go ahead, dude. Send me whatever you want. I'll put it up in the group. Get people uh, you know, a better chance to, like, a better, you know, so it's right there.
3: Hey, so yeah. here's, t- here's our time set. I, w- I think we're going to start doing this from now on. Okay. Um.
1: Right now, uh-huh. one hour. 51 minutes. That's perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's, yo, yo, wow. yo, we got like I didn't minute. even realize it was an hour 51.
0: Oh, no. It felt maybe like uh, a half hour. Honestly. Yeah, like, dude. Just because I'm back around people that I you actually can talk, talk to. Paul. About, yeah. Yes, sir. I, I talk to a four-year-old all day for all of you that don't know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, t- I take care of uh, two children. I take care of my niece a lot. A.K.A. And, um, Ray. Ray and Cherokee. Hey, uh, Let's go. And, um, hey, Mike. Yeah, so it's like I take care of them, and then I work. Uh, I yeah. do my business stuff. I work for my clients, so I, f- I watch them, and then I I, w- I do my client stuff, and uh, that's um, and w- that's basically w- it, man. So well, it's, like, so nice to actually talk to people who aren't um, for. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: having a conversation. Just having a sit-down conversation, Paul. And, again, we're going to plug you in, dude. Oh yeah. yeah 100%. Um, what's your what's your shit for the 3D printing?
0: Um, all so all that is you contact me through a message on Facebook and we. Talk, what's your Facebook? Uh, critical Terrain. That's my business page.
1: Spell it out for the people.
0: Uh, critical C R I. Here, get
1: a little closer. Fuck. My bad. It's, <laughs> Hold the mic is a little.
0: All right, now I'm off. Fucked up trying to make me spell fuck you. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, All right. So C R I T I C A L space T E R R A I N. Yeah. That's it. I didn't. Yeah. uh, Critical space. um, There's a space in there? Yeah. There's a space in between.
1: Terrain, baby.
0: And uh, so you'll see it's a D 20. If you don't know what that is, it's a 20 sided die with some trees around it. When you click on it, you'll see my work and uh, what I'm. You know currently working on and all that bullshit there you go um you know so i update it but send a message and then i'll message you back within um you know 24 hours and um basically the only static prices i have because when i'm working on custom boards yeah, depending what you want um on quality wise and how big you want them
1: you have to explain you know, yourself paul
0: um but for painting figures, it's $7 a figure for 28 millimeter, $6, okay. or $6 uh, between 25 to 20 millimeter figures, Okay. $5 for uh, anything between uh, 18 and 15 millimeter figures, All right. and then it's $4 for anything from 15 millimeter to 10 millimeter, and then it's $3 from 6 millimeter to 2 millimeter
1: now do you got any like package deals uh
0: so if you are going obviously i'm gonna work with you if you're gonna send me a thousand guys i'm yes. not gonna make you spend four thousand so dollars of I'll course 50 percent like oh, off you know shit. okay so, you yeah know, dude so i i work i work with my customers it just depends on you know the lot you're sending me because no one's uh in you know unless you're getting a uh a hero made for dungeons and dragons yes thing, you know I'll charge you maybe $30. That's a static price. Yes. Because I'm putting my heart and soul into that.
1: I've seen the work.
0: Yeah. Um, But, you know. (laughs) I've seen
1: his work, yo. It's great.
0: For wargaming, though, you typically aren't getting one soldier done at a time. You're (laughs) getting, uh, you know, if you're playing 28mm, you're probably getting, you know, at least um, uh, 24 done at a time. Yeah. So people will typically order a hundred at a time. I just had um, a man from Britain place an order for (sighs) eight hundred, independence Uh, uh, figures, four hundred continental, and four hundred British. So that's what I'm working at.
1: Bank and making somebody happy.
0: Yes, and uh, so we're doing it in batches. So he already paid me, but I'm, you know, he's sending me uh, like you know a hundred at lump sums. Yeah. Yes. um, I'm about wow. I'm 500 down, uh, 300 to go. I'll take a picture tonight and post them on the group. Okay. And I'll tag your guys' this group just so I can show you, like, hey, this is uh. This is the uh, American uh, War of Independence Continental um, Non-Uniformed Militia. Okay. Shout out to you guys, you know? For real. Yeah, so actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to paint one of each of you. Stop, Hell bro. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm going to paint one of each of
1: you. Yo, one, stop. This guy's shit. not
0: even going to know you guys are going to be in his army. Yo. Stop, dude. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's Tell me to take my shirt off for it. victory.
1: All right. So one, one
0: more. So, I can do that. So, I can make you a Gaelic uh, warrior. So, uh, one yeah. more
1: time, the name.
0: Critical Terrain.
1: All right, baby. Critical You terrain. heard it, people. Get plugged in with your yeah, best, man. yo. It was, yo. yo, Paul, it was a fucking honor. 100%, did yo, I We got to get you.
2: you back in here, bro. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. always welcome, yeah, dude. Yeah, Paul. Thank you. Open door policy, man. Whenever Super. you Super. having me.
0: I'll hey, be um, here anytime you guys want me to. Yeah. Super.
3: Once again, I'd like to apologize to the losers for not me speaking for the first hour of this episode. All right.
2: Uh, also, I'm gonna shamelessly plug nothing, to, something that has nothing to do with me, but go see fucking free guy. Free guy. I went and see it yesterday. I Surprise it, hit of the summer, man. Dude, looks good. Surprise hit of the can summer. You, that shit was go so to good. Go to the
0: theater and see it. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we went yesterday.
0: So I don't know. Mu- I don't know much about it. Like, what's like, the, like if you were to get no, have one like, sentence, like, what is it? Could I take my wife to yes. see it? Oh yeah, 100. No, oh yeah, 100. No, oh, yeah, same. It's normal. It's normal. It's like
2: a. Vi- it's basically like a video game movie, yeah. basically. Okay, so but but like,
0: don't we just watch Don't take player no
2: little one. kids. Don't take no, no little no, kids. No, no, it's
0: kinda I'm like it's kinda like ready player one kind of in has, a way. So we just watched that this week. Yeah, weekend it's like or, it's like um, that in just, a way, kind of. You know, Sunday. And my wife's birthday was Tuesday, so yes, I, I sir? I'm gonna take her out to the movies and then we're going out to the cabin this weekend. So. Yeah,
2: free guy's badass. Oh, definitely would definitely surprise her. Would that hurt the fall
0: guys a cabin?
3: We could do a special episode out there, guys? Huh? Oh. Only
0: if
2: we could hunt you.
0: Maybe I guarantee I hunt Drew. you guys won't find me. Oh, hunt Drew! Yeah. All right, I'm down for that. Well, I was say, you guys can't find me. We're i'm gonna put him grandpa. in a deer
2: costume and hunt him. <laughs> well, again, folks,
1: it was uh, a pleasure having you on here, Paul, and we oh, love man. every Thank you it every one of you guys tuning in. Yeah, so we much. appreciate yes, you, of course, man, Thank and man. um, you also, know, you know, tune in to the you know we're gonna put this episode on YouTube as well. Uh, we've been live streaming it, and it's on every other platform. So tune in. We're gonna plug in Paul's. Uh, you know, I don't know what you want me to plug in, Paul. Your Facebook or uh, just plug in my business
0: Facebook. Your business, okay. okay.
1: Send me a message of your, and I'll plug you in. We'll yeah. put that shit on our um our blog post, dude, and uh get a cracking, dude. And you uh, know, oh. remember. Life is short, losers. Yes, so always sir. Always be your self. Yes, sir.
0: You don't know when your, when your card's getting pulled on that deck, so live it. Ha, <laughs> ha.